0: Welcome to episode 7 of the Black Star Neo Anarchist Actual Play Podcast for patrons of the Arcology. Our cadre of neo anarchists finishes up a tricky job for the Black Light system and sets about putting down roots in the area. Operating with little to no capital is a bit difficult, but Sans might just be able to cook up a solution to that problem. As for the Duke, he definitely needs a better deck.
1: So we were talking about how we should brainstorm for uh, ideas of what to do next out of character so that we have a more streamlined and uh, on-target playstyle in-game. And uh, we realized we weren't recording at all, so we started recording it. And it looks like some folks have jotted down, or at least the Duke has jotted down some ideas here about stuff we need to do on the uh, Google Doc.
0: Yeah, get Sans's drug lab up and running. Yeah, that's uh, good for also, revenue stream, but also good for... Um, Um, useful drugs for, you know, buffing uh, on operations.
1: It would finally give us something to do with that unused church basement. (laughs) I
2: I will point this out that you can actually create beneficial drugs like medical supplies.
0: Well, everybody could use that. And I do have a chemistry shop. I just haven't really had the time to do anything with it other than get it set up.
3: Uh, Guns.
2: Uh, you are in Aslan. Everybody has guns already. But they can always use more. It, better. you can you, The stuffer shacks here, you walk in, there's guns at the checkout counter.
4: But can the right bull get the right guns? Like, if you've got a sin, I assume you can get it from a stuffer shack. You know, the people who are going to be the backbone of the revolution, if they we don't get have access, access to, to them,
0: do they? If we, okay, maybe we can adjust it to getting access to maybe um, heavier or more unusual ordnance. That we could then supply or have as a resource for our own operations. I mean, you probably can't buy machine guns at a stuffer shack. Maybe Uzis, but
2: maybe. no, uh, Aslan, every has guns. Remember, when you get killed, it's you. You're responsible for your own murder.
0: So, does anyone have any sort of uh, gun pipeline contacts? Um, I do have a like an international smuggler contact. Uh, courier type no i I have an international courier and a a coyote sorry so between the two of them i can move stuff and and get stuff moved but um you know those people cost cost me to hire
2: well remember coyotes typically move people and the courier's not going to move like pallets of huge stuff no right
0: not normally
2: uh so between you you certainly have contacts that are not here but if you have a way to move stuff here, uh, you can do that. For example, a courier might get you, bring you things that you could use in your drug lab if you need, like, small amounts of uh, valuable materials to um, yeah. get things going.
0: Yeah, for that, A, will need money. So I guess we need money, so we definitely need revenue streams. The drug lab is something for that, but that's something we need money to start doing.
4: Well, we can always steal some of the raw chemicals.
3: Didn't we already set up a uh, a partial revenue stream the the boost in the medical supplies and then selling them to the the locals?
1: I think we gave those away to get an in with the locals.
2: Yeah, you and, traded uh, the, and now you now you have pretty loyal contacts uh, out in the jungle with the Ngami tribe. But that was not a self-sustaining thing. Now you do know you can go back to that uh Aslan official he offered that if you were successful that he could set up a regular uh, thing with that
1: we could spend rep points to get uh, uh, the the necessary supplies to set up that uh, drug lab I wouldn't sir I, I certainly wouldn't have anyone
4: spending rep points to get some of that initial bulk chemical for SANS to basically get cooking to generate actual in-game capital that we can then use to continue doing what we're doing
0: Okay, well, uh, what sort of... Um, I guess getting the drug lab up and running is something... Uh, maybe we need to, need to put the intelligence thing toward the top and figure out what sort of things um, are most needed or wanted or hard to get here.
2: Uh, I do want to point out you guys uh, have... Uh, just like your skills and services could be traded on a blacklight exchange... You would also have a ready market for some of your chemical supplies or things that you make to those other organizations through the Blacklight Exchange.
3: Does the Blacklight Exchange offer uh, jobs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what we're them. working okay. on right
1: now. The surveillance thing we're working on right now is a Blacklight job.
3: Oh, that's right. Okay, gotcha.
1: And it looks like, based on your SIN purchases, that uh, one rep point is worth about $50,000 give or take. I, I
2: guess. Or maybe someone got a special deal.
1: And if each of us has two rep points to start, then we could probably uh, finance the, the beginning of the drug lab out of rep points if we wanted to get stuff for it. Either just all the, the gear to get your shop running... Or blow all our rep points and uh, and get a f- whole facility going.
0: I've got the tools to do the job. I just need the raw materials. Uh, though it would be nice uh, to buy a proletarian drone or two and uh, get it equipped with a nice auto soft to assist with, or maybe even do some of the simpler cooking tasks while I'm away.
3: Actually, that's a really good idea. That way, you're not stuck at the lab twenty four seven.
0: Well, I can't leave the whole thing up to it, but there's, I imagine, some stuff that's fairly easy to make. I could leave it to do some basic stuff. Exactly. And for the harder to do things, I can have it use a uh, teamwork tests. or help me out with teamwork test stuff. A swarm program. Yeah, so, having a fair amount of them would be pretty cool. But I don't know about swarming a, uh, a chem lab rule.
4: So one of the things that I was thinking about, as far as revenue streams go, um, I know that in our past games our timelines and our downtime is kind of more traditionally revolved around character advancement as far as like skills initiation that kind of stuff maybe we start looking at our downtime as not only doing that but also to continue our revenue stream so maybe we spend a week worth of focusing on revenue stream work and that gets us some amount of in-game coin that we can then spend to do things as opposed to Relying strictly on runs as, a, as a, a cash venture. Not sure what you think of that, Nick, but that was one of the things that I was thinking of. is like, we've basically got to create our own money some way, whether that's through theft or through these other things.
2: The Duke of Dex is trying to figure out how to make credit?
4: Print money, basically.
2: Yeah, it, that, uh, Fundamentally, whatever you set up, you're going to have to tend to it in some way, or you should think about tending it in some way. Otherwise, bad things happen.
4: I kind of think of it as like using, basically using the mechanic and missions that's already there of, like, working for the man or working for the people, that kind of thing, but only adapting it to this game somehow.
2: Uh, so in some respect, uh, the downtime could be, where, yeah, we're going to devote months to this, and lifestyle goes on, whatever, and um, there'll be some reward for saying I'm dedicating my downtime to making sure this part of the operation is running, and we can we can uh, uh, we can kind of do a fade to black or actually the montage of the things happening you know the montage of the chemicals bubbling and coming out and pills going out and being pressed and being sold and people eating them and dying and whatever uh, <laughs> that'll happen
1: so it sounds like i guess our first thing to do is is finish off our current surveillance run and then you use also- the rep we we earned from that to get your your drug lab going sans and then, Maybe. what do we... Oh, go ahead.
0: I was going to say... No, no, go ahead.
1: And then I guess we'd want to find a more more active thing to do after we have the drug lab, lab up and running. The drug lab should work as a, as a nice, uh, both a, an in-game uh, a boost for, for drugs, as well as a uh, kind of a background, uh, you know, despoiling the community in exchange for filthy lucre that we can fund to take down the, uh, the corpse. And... Uh,
0: I think I guess. Uh, concurrently at that time, though, we also need to focus a lot on the community building stuff. We haven't really made any impressions with the local community much, at least not officially. So I think a good resource for that is going to be a Padre in his church. It'll be good, like a good central hub to maybe like we can hold meetings there, secret meetings. Uh, we can use it to distribute um, goods like not the illegal illicit side of things but the uh you know the medical supplies or the food or the uh, I like that
1: uh, free store and food bank idea that somebody has down here
0: Yeah and I think I think the the church is probably a perfect vehicle to do that with and that can become a very yeah. useful hub in a way to gain the support of the local people but I also think we need to reach out and make contacts with local um I think gangs. I mean, are there gangs around here, or is that not a thing in Asitland? Because they're wiped out by the cops. I or tried something?
1: investing it and getting it early on, but didn't get very far with it.
0: Okay, so maybe you and your particular with your social skills can kind of help uh, get the um, the meetings going and whatnot, and get things running with uh, pottery in the church, but also keep an ear out and see if you can make some contacts with any gangs. You know, not like the the super evil murder people and chop them up and sell them to tamales gangs, but the ones that. You know, more of the, uh, that come up from the, uh, shared feelings of oppression and watching each other's backs in a harsh environment sorts. I think those are the ones that, um, we're going to be able to draw from for our muscle.
4: Kind of like the blood wasp south of the border or borders. Okay.
0: Again, kind of like that. So I think that might be a useful thing to get sooner rather than later. And then after that, maybe we want to start doing some specific, uh, targeted naughtiness. Okay,
2: so the, the kind of recruitment or getting uh, the pulse of the community, learning about the community, uh, establishing what you're going to do, that's perfect. That's exactly what you should, what I expect uh, would happen and is, is correct. You've got to learn the terrain environment that you're going to be in. Uh, the operations part, uh, those are all great ideas, but I want you to think about, I want to point out your goal was not to destroy the, the, Sky, the, the, uh, the skybook, right? The, it was not to, like, take it over. It's not, uh, you're not there to have it where, like, they can't do it or they don't do it. Your specific thing is, hey, let's make sure that there's, there's benefit to the people because right now you have where, as technology inside a crop, it's, it's all going to go to AAA, Big Ten interests. Uh, at this moment, it's like you can imagine that only AAA uh, companies might be allowed to use it. And so, you specifically given, make sure the benefits of the sky elevator go to people. How do you intend to do that?
0: We have to find ways of influencing the people who are making the official decisions. And that and probably I think, won't I think be with their cooperation.
1: I think once we have our community base built up, like we were talking about, then we can stretch out to uh, to getting information on the corporations and uh, and move into things like blackmail.
0: Well, what about um, uh, the Duke? Do you have, like, an agent program that you could have just constantly running data searches and building up files of information on, I don't know, current events and who's involved with this and local politics and just gathering all that stuff?
1: I definitely
3: do.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you're a decker, too. I think uh, between the two of you, you might be able to have, you know, let your agents do some of that, uh, you know, completely legal matrix searching type stuff to gather the information that we're going to need when, so that when we're ready to start the operations, we have some of the, um, some of the basic uh, information we'll need right at our fingertips.
2: But the main point I was going to make is destabilization operations by themselves might actually be very, very bad for what you want to do.
0: Yeah. When so, so- yeah. We might want to find ways of getting uh, people motivated to have protests or riots or things happening in specific ways in locations that will potentially be beneficial. But if we could instead, you know, find out how we can uh, directly influence and get a, get some leverage on uh, people as well. I think that the blackmail and extortion side of things is going to probably give us the best dividends. But we oh, need yeah, to figure out who melanics, to target and how.
4: You blackmail and extort who you can and then the people that don't want to play ball, and then you work on them a different way. The Luddite approach.
0: Yeah, we may need to take some of them out of the picture.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of uh blackmailing in order to to open things up to uh, you know, ensure that uh, loopholes are added into the I guess uh um rules of how the space elevator should work to to allow smaller corporations and groups to to get access.
0: Good, and I think uh, lately you're probably the best for doing the um the corporate and the rich-style hobnobbing. No offense.
1: Yeah, most likely. I am an elf, after all.
0: I'm actually not bad are. with the social skills, too, but I'm especially good at con with fast talk. Uh, backed up with a little bit of etiquette and lots of intimidation. I, I I basically just know enough etiquette and negotiation to stay out of trouble and uh, maybe teamwork stuff. But yeah, fast talk and intimidation I'm pretty reliable with, though. Especially if I have the right drugs on me. So I think the other big problem then is that we've been having trouble with this uh, um, run that we've been doing. I think we figured out a, um, a course of action was to get the stuff we needed dropped off in the house using uh, drones that looked like they're delivery and maintenance drones. And then pick them up again later. Uh, but our rigor's not here. So I don't really, I think like that was like the last step of what we needed to get done, wasn't it? I, for one, wouldn't mind fast-tracking the end of this uh, particular run. By the way,
2: okay. So, I guess in in kind of a summary or broad view, uh, it's what I mentioned last time: is the the depth of detail in your information determines the quality of your success in the run. Right. So, you guys did a lot of very good basic stuff about here's where they generally are. But uh, uh, detailed information that you might want, like, what does the interior of the house look like? What is the pattern of behavior inside the house? What does the office layout look like? Uh, Who are the people in the office? Those kind of details you are struggling with, right? Or hadn't gotten around to doing things to get that information.
0: Uh, I believe we did get, um, uh, like, tags on the uh, vehicle that she uses to travel out to different um, um, rigs out in the ocean?
2: Yeah, so you basically can go here. You you can, over a week, this is where the target is. Like, they're in the house, or they're in, in, going from the house to the office. Uh, at the office, they're traveling out to this rig and this aquaculture farm, and they're going out to this ship. It, that information about where the target and their movements, you have that. You established uh, you did. Uh, you observe directly, and you attach tags, and you have cameras on the route. So you have all of that information available, which is pretty good, right? So well, if anybody wants to know where their target is and the pattern they follow as far as moving around, good if information. You guys,
0: if you guys like, I'm pretty sneaky, and I'm rather savvy with uh, some basic electronic stuff. Um, I could probably do the um, the drone insertion to drop off the, uh, the listening devices or, other, or the sensors that we're going to drop off in the house. Um, I'd have to pilot with a comlink link and not with an RCC. It wouldn't be as good as a rigger, but uh, the sneaking skill that you use for it is basically the same general dice pool. I don't think i get get my cat-like bonus, but other than that, I'm still pretty solid at sneakiness, and it wouldn't take much for me to pick up uh, one point in the, the pilot skill required to drive the drone, just using AR controls. Um
2: you did get an observation from Johnny who is busy out racing around in, in and yeah. somewhere uh, maybe lost. They picked him up. who knows? Um, you did remember that the 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 house um, while it was kind of open approach, uh, based on I guess I remember what the, lately in the Duke of Dex observed, uh, you know they had the, the house is covered by the host's matrix Yeah, so securities. it's basically
0: unhackable
2: <laughs> Well, that may mean like if they have a security rigor or anything else too that would be kind of hard to tell uh, unless you get into host and see what's there
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the host rating was like not uh, what either of our hackers were comfortable trying to approach, right?
1: Yep. Well, not with the current deck that I have, no. It's beyond my skill level, no matter what kind of deck I've got I know that okay. if we if we got the data
4: tap inside, that would be a big step in to get our nose in there to poke around.
0: Well, um, here's another thing. Um, did we observe whether or not they had astral security? I don't remember. Um, well, Padre, if you wouldn't mind um, popping over there astrally, if you can, are you able to si. project?
2: See si. the house is warden.
0: Okay, uh, if you could see maybe. Uh, observe and see if there's anything astrally scouting or if it's just passive defenses like wards that would be really useful uh, because uh, as i said i'm very sneaky and maybe instead of sending a drone in perhaps i could um put on my sneakiest outfit and make my way on there and install the data tap i do have uh, the basic hardware knowledge required i can't hack anything myself but I, can, I should be able to get through any basic locks i find and um and install a data tap and uh, while I'm there, I could probably drop off a couple of um, discrete sensors. Now, sneaking around a bunch inside the house is going to be uh, out of the question. But um, if, you could, if you could cover me in the Matrix and prevent me from getting noticed by things that, that might be searching for, people running silent, I bet I could pull off a sneak. I've been observing that place for a long time. I've got a couple ideas. It's going to be really risky and I'll need uh, some help, a distraction ready to go in case I do get spotted so I can bolt. But uh, And I wouldn't mind getting some special chems ready for the operation as well. I'll have to think about that. But, um,
2: but that might so, be an option. All right. Your last, uh, you know, so the last time you guys did this survey, you know that definitely there's motion sensors are prevalent uh, on the grounds. Uh, there are some other sensors, you think. The house is warded. Uh, for certain uh, they 10 uh, this neighborhood oh, hold on um, the um, uh, uh, they don't have uh, like physical guards going around most of this is uh, tech uh, based uh, and there's obviously magic there weren't spirits stationed uh, at that location but there were spirits. Uh, moving through around the area. Maybe it's more of a neighborhood uh, spirit watch. Um, But, you know, if you're on the grounds, it's quite possible there's no spirit that would see you uh,
0: or detect you, you know, not looking there specifically. Um, Yeah. All right. I do have a chameleon suit that has thermal dampening on it. I think, uh, given that, and with uh, maybe a little bit of Matrix Overwatch telling me where the motion sensors are, uh, I might be able to avoid as many as I can. Or um, you can spoof, spoof them if you move real careful. Of course, it depends on the model as well. I'll go in there uh, with as little equipment as possible, uh, running as silent as I can, uh, just enough to get uh, some uh, get instructions from you. And I think I could do this uh without the physical security there uh, i should have enough time to run away if i run into any serious trouble what do you guys think
1: it sounds good sure to me. i think we should plan for your uh, extraction uh under the assumption that things will go badly i think that's more important to plan that than it is planning getting in
0: okay so what can you uh three do to uh, protect me uh, without uh, actually physically tagging along and sneaking in, uh, in the event that I get spotted and I need an extraction, uh, what's the um, what's the area like around the house? Uh, what sort of terrain do we have?
1: Were they wireless sensors or wired sensors?
3: You
2: uh, you you can you know that uh, there are motion sensors based on your observation. Like obviously, sometimes people trip them off wildlife comes in and do it you know that this thing's tracking it plus motion well, sensors are actually sending out signals
0: that's exactly what i was about to say i think they give off ultrasound so with an, a passive ultrasound emitter should be able to detect them
1: well i was wondering if they were that's, if they were wireless we might be able to hack them to set off false alerts so no, if no. you're detected we might be able to think. spam them with other uh other alerts that might draw off the uh, the attention from where you are
0: I think you're on the right track here. However, we just got done deciding that this place is pretty much unhackable. Um, you can hack them without dealing with the electronics, though. Uh, maybe have a spirit or some sort of a t- projectile launcher or something actually trip the motion sensors physically.
4: That's a whole bunch of mojo I don't know about.
0: It's not mojo. Do you yeah, Padre, you can
4: summon spirits, right?
0: Do you have security procedures? So I
4: most,
2: do not. Uh, most, somebody does.
4: Oh yeah I do I got matrix City corporate security
2: yeah the Duke that so the motion sensors typically you can tell because there's those ultrasound fields or whatever they could be wired or wireless depending on you know how convenient people want to be um, sans you know yep it's it's an infu- it's an infiltration plus agility test it's pretty hard but you can do it uh, you do, <laughs> uh you do know you have you have to it's especially difficult if you're combat-wired. Um, but that's that's a, a, a base thing with it. For it's not you, a problem for me. Yeah, for you, at Deckers, um, a motion sensor is a device. Uh, it could be running silent. Uh, remember that uh, even though the device may be slave to the host and use the slave defenses, if you're close enough to it, you may be able, if you can find it, uh, hacking it directly is is uh, probably easier than hacking the host. Now, what you do run into is if the motion sensor is slave to the host, and you hack uh, the motion sensor, it's possible to alert something in, in the host because you start getting marks there.
0: Yeah, Here's the thing. If I encounter a particularly difficult device, whether it's a sensor or a lock that I'm having trouble getting through... Um, I could always install the data tap, which gives you direct access just to that thing. Uh, and then, of course, you could use it to get your foot in the door for the host. But other things, hacking the host is difficult. But the individual stuff that you have the data tap to will be really easy to hack.
1: Yeah, I think this is going way off the direction I was planning on with it. I was just thinking that, you know, if we could wirelessly hack devices, we could set them off um, around to uh, to draw forces away from where you're retreating.
0: Sure, I think we take that idea, but make it throwing rocks or having a spirit drop something off or trigger something. So
1: I think we can drop the whole matrix marking things on it.
0: Okay, got it. So I think we got the plan for that. Is this this what the Duke of Decks would do?
2: Is this what Lately would do? They're just not interested in hacking things.
1: Well, we looked and saw what the rating of that host was and said, oh dear God, no, we're not touching this thing with a 10-foot pole.
0: All right, how many data taps do we have? Let me check. Because it'd be handy for me to go in with more than one, and also I'm gonna need a passive ultrasound sensor, something I don't currently own.
2: Okay, I, so I'm not wrong here in thinking like the device, even though it's like the host, is far easier to hack. Whether or not, I mean, whether or not it's slightly if the, the, the device
0: host. is if the device is like running on the host, basically any matrix resistance test that it makes is made by the greater of the ratings that it's covered by, which would be the host's ratings. It's just like hacking anything in the host. If you have a direct wire to the item using like skin link or a data tap or something, then you can hack that item by itself and get a mark on it. And that mark would apply to the host. Uh, however, anything further you try to do the, to the host besides just to that device, um, you're dealing with the host. Yeah, so but against that he, device, you just have its device rating to deal with.
1: Plus the firewall, I believe, yes.
0: Its own firewall, I think, which is equal to its I think you just deal with the devices the device itself and the host's rating and firewall doesn't matter. I thought it'd be, uh, but it's still vulnerable, but i yeah, I guess maybe we should verify that Yeah, cause
1: the the host rating is a rating nine host, which means it's rolling at least eighteen dice against us if we do anything against it,
0: and that's an optimistically low number, yes
1: it's more <laughs> like it's more likely to be twenty one dice, yep. But, uh, yeah, and uh, if we can get to the device itself, my understanding was that it was the device writing of the device, which would probably be one to three plus the firewall of the host.
0: Which would drop
1: it down to, yeah, which would drop it down to, like, 15 dice, so.
0: Anything that I can attach a data tap to, uh, you have a good chance of hacking that thing. Anything else, you probably aren't going to be able to hack it. So one of the, my goals is going to be to see if I can install a data tap somewhere where it won't be noticed. Another goal, will be to drop off um, whatever other sensors we want to drop off here, preferably something that's going to be passively recording and not getting off a matrix signal that we can recover again. So
2: you want to get the slave's device rating right in plus the host firewall.
0: Yeah, which is like, uh, you know, 14 dice at the most. Well, 15 at the most, I guess.
2: Yeah, and then if you use a direct connection, you just use the device thing.
0: Yeah, the direct connection is what the data tap gives you.
2: So, I mean, you still get a pretty good benefit hacking the device directly. Yeah, the data tap makes
4: it manageable-ish.
0: Yeah, for the individual thing. So anything I can sneak up to and stick something on, we can hack. Uh, But as I said, I'm I'm just going to look for a good out-of-the-way place to install one, and then I can drop off whatever other uh, sensor-type thing We might want maybe one or two, like, nice, well-concealable sensor arrays that have a good range of stuff that can record. Right,
2: but, uh, like, a motion sensor is not going to be more than a device rating two or three
0: device. Right. Yeah, I I think we've got got a good plan for those. Um, The other thing, then, so, yeah, one of the things is is if I trip the alarms, you guys are ready to—plan A is assuming that stealth is not blown— Um, you're going to try to trip off some other motion sensor alarms away from me. Let's say it goes farther than that, and um, the alarms are... It's definitely blown. Uh, I have no chance of continuing with stealth, except uh, for brief periods of time to maybe get away and not die. There's no chance of sticking around and continuing the operation. Um, What do you guys do to get me out? Uh, Padre, what have you got?
3: I can summon the forces of the elemental world and bring them to bear to help protect you, to help move you... Quickly and quietly and invisibly.
0: You know, I move pretty quick already on my own. I think having that backed up with the spirit movement power is uh, maybe our best plan for extraction. See,
3: I, how many spirits
0: can we have available
3: out uh, of game? How long does it take to bind a spirit? Because I've got one bound and one summoned. Yeah, I believe it's four hours. Day. Yeah, so, so not
0: something that's you do in an emergency. But <laughs> uh, if we got time to plan something, yeah, you got time to summon and bind. Takes money right. for binding materials.
2: It uh, does, yes.
3: Yeah, and that.
2: Well. You could always uh, use blood magic and sacrifice someone.
0: It takes time and karma and the right training. Um, so, Padre, then, um, with what you have now, could you do that? Uh, you, you might be able to have two spirits then because you've got one bound. And then another one you can summon, right? So you could use one of them to do the distraction if necessary, and then use the other for the movement power. Um, do you have the right uh, combination of spirits to do that?
2: All right, just remember it's services. So it could one, one service to conceal, one service to move, and it could be the same right. spirit that provides both.
3: The, the elements of fire at my disposal. And that one's good for distractions, but noisy ones. of guidance.
0: Can that one do the sneaky movement stuff? I'm looking. Out of game. Something Sans wouldn't know, but uh, maybe the best one for the job would be a spirit of air. But I'm not sure if we can do those. I'm not sure what guidance spirits can do for powers.
3: Uh, astral form, confusion, divining, fear, guard, uh, influence, magical guard, materialization, sapience, search, and shadow cloak.
0: Ooh. Does it have optional powers at all besides, or is that counting those?
3: Yeah, influence and fear. All right, so optional okay. powers.
0: Yeah, so that one would be useful for distraction-type stuff as well. Which one is bound? Is it the Guardian? Correct. Uh, then you could just... Are you able to summon air spirits? Yeah. Then what you could do that day is, instead of a fire spirit, summon an air spirit, and just make sure it has the concealment of movement powers, which I think are standard. Okay. Maybe give yeah. it elemental aura and uh, elemental attack, so it's uh, perfectly capable of murdering if it needs to? Yes. Okay, I think we've got that, and then uh, I guess... Um, you're going to be doing the overwatch, watching the sensors for me and doing any hacking that needs to be done. Maybe, um, lately can back you up with that as well. Between the two of you, you should be able to, uh, watch my back in the matrix easy. But, uh, I guess, uh, Duke, what's your plan for helping with the extraction? If
4: I can't hack it, I can shoot it. And I've got 19 dice for shooting. So.
0: Okay. So you think, uh, if it comes to shooting, we're going to be dealing with a high threat response squad. Uh, I don't think that's uh, an option. If it comes to that, uh, you better pull out and uh, just let me hope for the best on my own. I'm pretty resourceful. There's a good chance I can make it out. But um, if we go toe-to-toe with a high-threat team, uh, I don't think we're going to make it. And I'm not going to be going in and quit for heavy combat anyway.
2: Man, if only you had Jane here. You could have her uh, do a long-range shot of a data tap into the house. (laughs) You can't do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a tag. Can you
2: put a
4: data tap inside a capsule round?
1: Can we, I like, homebrew so. that? <laughs>
0: yeah, that <laughs> Maybe with a grenade launcher problems.
1: capsule round.
0: Right. Yeah, they'll never notice that. Okay, I think we've got a good plan, then. Um, is there anything else that you think we're missing there lately? You're, you're kind of the mastermind here.
1: So you're good with sneaking in. Do you uh, When you're actually heading in the first time, do you have any kind of sin or any way to blend in to, to get close to the place before you hop over a fence or...
0: Uh, Yeah, that's not a problem. I can be in the neighborhood.
1: Okay. So that gets you to the neighborhood, and then you're going to transition into actual sneakiness. Go in, get a data tap in place someplace, and maybe drop off some cameras or something? Yeah. Okay, and then you sneak back out. Presumably at some point things go horribly wrong, and you have to start running. And at that point, uh, the... Uh, The Padre is going to unleash his spirits. Do you want to... Should we have the spirits uh, uh, tracking you from the beginning, already ordered to do stuff? Or should we wait until you contact the Padre and tell him to do stuff for you?
0: I don't want the spirits anywhere near me or on the grounds uh, while while I'm sneaking around, because that's just one way that I could draw attention. I don't want any magic on me.
1: Okay, um... Perhaps we should plan it so that uh, so it fails to assist a you know, uh, uh, fail-safe setting on it. So you stay in contact with us, and if you have to go quiet, we send in the spirits. That way, if you trigger something that triggers a jammer or something like that, you don't get uh, uh, screwed by not being able to call for help.
0: I got a microflare launcher. I mean, if it's blown, it's blown.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: that so would you want to watch a...
1: So you want to launch a flare to call in help with the, from the spirits?
0: That would be, like, worst case scenario, I need to run like the wind. Okay. And I'll need to make sure that I get outside of the warded space if I'm inside.
1: And uh, I think another thing that we could do is, since we don't have a rigger here to handle our, our transportation needs, we might need to uh, get cabs or something like that. And what we could do is the Duke and I could, along with our agents, summon a number of different uh, taxis uh, to the area. You can just grab whichever one is convenient for you, and at that point, escape from uh, with a, the flood of all of the various taxis that have arrived in the area.
0: A shell game. I like it. Hopefully it doesn't come to that, though, because if that happens, uh, you know the opera- this part of the operation isn't really going to be a success, so we're going to have to settle with what we managed to gather so far. But uh, we,
4: we, we all know what happens when we rely on Johnny Cab for anything.
0: All F- right, so war. I just need to figure out what uh, drugs I want to be on for this op. It uh, should take me a bit. Uh, maybe I can cook something up special if I can get a little bit of raw materials. Um, but the other thing is I'm going to need then a passive ultrasound sensor, However many data taps we want, probably more than one, ideally. And then um, one or more small sensor arrays. Uh, I would probably like to have two or three if we can, but they're kind of expensive. Uh, Maybe we can spend one of our rep points to gather a bunch of electric supplies here.
4: Well, I've got enough cash to afford three data taps, and then that lets
3: me out until we get paid.
0: Okay, so we got the data taps covered. What about the passive ultrasound sensor?
3: What's that cost, and will we get it back?
0: It's a single sensor, and it'll be carrying it with me.
3: Um, uh, what, what does that cost?
0: Handheld uh, single sensor device, I think uh, pretty inexpensive. It's probably like 200 or $300 million, right?
4: That sounds about handheld, right. Handheld sensor at rating one is $100 million.
0: Yeah, I want something better than that. I'm trusting my life to this.
4: What is that, uh, a three. Per rating? Yeah, up to a max rating of three.
0: Okay, yeah, I think your three would probably be good, and um, I'm going to have one of you guys keeping a close eye on that. I'll be trying to use it a little bit myself, but I'm mainly going to be keeping uh, my attention on the physical.
1: So you're going to be running it wireless?
0: Yes, but passive. I won't be emitting ultrasound, otherwise it'll trigger the alarms, but it'll be right, up to you guys be, uh, to keep me But on the Matrix,
1: silent. it'll be active.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have uh, my comms open, and I'm going to have the ultrasound sensor open for... Uh, when I need it at least, which should be most of the time I'm there. It's up to you guys to keep my uh, silent comms from, from being spotted.
4: Do you have a oh, microtransceiver yeah, and subvocal microphone? I do. Uh, we can use that instead of being on the matron.
0: Doesn't that use the matrix? Uh, I
4: Only it used if radio. you have
1: wireless turned on. It has a, a limited range without wireless, I guess, as it uses regular radio waves. But if you turn on wireless, then it's usable worldwide.
0: Ah, nice. Uh, we probably shouldn't assume it's secure, though, should we?
1: No, not at all.
0: All right, so uh, we can use it as a backup plan if I have to go dark. So if you're if I mean, you're noticing that I'm having trouble in the matrix, then I can all, I can go dark hopefully fast enough uh, before they can get a trace on my physical location. But ideally, I, mean, I t- want you guys watching things for me uh, on the matrix because I'm going to need your eyes.
4: I mean, we we could use an electronic warfare roll and run an action on that signal. Yes. Yeah. To make it more secure.
0: I I guess uh, I mean I.
4: That sounds like a GM question.
0: Learning electronic warfare is kind of on my to-do list.
4: I've got some dice in it, so...
2: So, uh, the data taps, don't they have to run a
0: wire for you to use them the way you want to? Well, you have to hook them up to a thing, but they could actually run wireless themselves. So you can have a wireless connection to whatever it's hardwired to. At least that's the way I've pretty much always been using them. You can use this hacking
2: tool by attaching it to a data cable. Oh, the cable. Cable is a target. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just kind of assumed that that basically lets you connect to it wirelessly or or wired if you're not going to use the wireless. But
3: okay, I uh, will to go to the uh, stuffer shack and I will get a rating three sensor handheld sensor with the ultrasound that you wanted, and I'll give it to you. you.
0: Okay. Then the other things we need then are whatever passive sensor arrays or, or not passive, but um, you know, silent. Well, yeah, we're going to be running the passive more or less. Uh, sensor arrays that I'm going to plant in the building as best I can. I think maybe three uh, sensor arrays, though, are expensive. They're several grand a piece. They're going to be outside of our initial means.
3: I've got seven hundred million left.
0: Yeah, I, I have less than that. <laughs> and we got all of our various cheap cameras set up around the area, but we need uh, something something nice that I can plant in here. Um, probably going to cost like two or three grand.
4: We can always knock over a stuffer shack.
0: All right. I get some cash, quick cash, and uh, buy a spy sensor. I don't know. It seems like a lot of trouble to pull off an illegal act to like that to get uh, something that we're already doing, a job. Anybody know someone we could borrow one from?
4: My contact list is very short.
0: You could. Sell we tried Jane. that already, didn't
2: we? Okay, did you say, so... You could sell Jane.
4: Oh... We could always right. uh, we could always uh, consult the uh, the Blacklight Group and see if anybody's willing to loan equipment.
0: Yeah, didn't, you did have that,
1: uh, a, uh, didn't you have a Didn't you have a a bunch of drugs that you wanted to sell off? Do we? I thought you did. I'm, I might be misremembering that.
0: I haven't gotten around to making anything yet. I haven't had a supply for raw materials set up yet.
1: Okay, never mind
0: then. Unless we held something back from the stuff we gave to the Ngabe tribe, uh, I don't think we have any uh, ready goods to defense.
4: Yeah, I'm looking. I don't have anything that I can pawn off that would be worth anything.
0: Also, do we have anyone that we can uh, quickly and easily pawn something off to in this area?
4: Uh, Padre, do you know anybody local?
0: Well,
2: let's speak about that.
0: Let's have a little bit of what has Padre
2: been doing the past few days? There we go.
4: Donating it is time to (laughs) NPR.
3: I was uh, ministering to the flock of the church. I was doing astral surveillance of the location that we've been talking about to see if there's any patterns from uh, spirits or anything like that, but doing it inconspicuously, uh, and uh, setting up my uh, three reading, six big sins.
2: So, you know, before you filled in all the things on those sins, you could have sold one of those.
3: Oh, Yeah. I should try to sell one of those before I fill it out. Yes, that's what I did. I sold one.
2: And, yep, how much uh, you've got a a rating six in. So there's a base uh, black market price you can get rid of it for. So you don't uh, sell it for, you know, you're uh, fencing the loot. You guys know a fence or somebody else you can get rid of it through.
3: I have a coyote contact. He might know somebody.
2: Otherwise, oh, a coyote I a
3: fixer. Or a you, yeah, a coyote. That would be you, good for
2: uh He'd just want to buy it, wouldn't he?
3: You would think.
2: So now we have the fencing the loot rules.
0: I guess lately, do you have someone who might buy it? You seem maybe the, the most equipped to squeeze the most nugget out of a sale like this. Yeah, yeah I, I could got probably find time. somebody
1: who'd be willing to buy it. Either, uh, either I could talk to your contact uh, or I've got some folks that I could probably uh, track down to
3: sell it to as well.
2: Well, or you could sell it to that Coyote, but have Lately sell it for you.
3: Yeah. There we go. He's a connection to Loyalty 4.
0: Well, Loyalty 4 is just a flat 20% if you're just doing a straight-up sale to him, I think. But um, maybe Lately can get us more. They
3: can try. Oh, excuse me. He's a connection for Loyalty 2. Add the numbers well, backwards.
0: Then, like, 10% would be the, uh, the amount we get for just a straight-up, here, want to buy this? Okay, here you go. Deal done. Uh, if for, if for that matter, I've got a contact that's a loyalty three and an international courier that's loyalty three as well. Uh, an international courier and a coyote, both lo- both loyalty three, so those would be good for
1: 15%. I've got if, a fixer uh, out of Belgium okay. that would give me 20, but oh, uh, I bet I could find somebody locally that would, sell and would pay even more.
0: All right, you're up.
1: As I look up the rules for uh, uh, fencing gear.
0: Page 418. I think it's an extended etiquette test. I me step away for a minute.
2: So uh, so you, you're going to sell. You, you have someone you know. You're going to uh, find a buyer. So we're going to skip the find a buyer because you're going to use one of your contacts. That's the extended etiquette test. Then the second step is selling the item. And that's the negotiation and charisma role uh, where it's a base 25% and it's adjusted uh, by the net hits. So uh, we let, need to. Let me know. We need I was going to say, let me know if my connection uh, or...
4: sounds shaky. Your voice? Yeah, so I, uh, I've been use- I finally put it to, uh to, to purchase into a VPN, and I've been using that where I actually just kicked it on, and I wanted to see if I sounded okay still.
2: You sound as terrible as usual, even more terrible. Well, damn, that sucks. Yes, there's just like this waver in your voice, a quivering kind of back there uh, about the way you speak.
4: Oh, that's my general uh, uncertainty about life coming through.
2: Okay, so it's an opposed negotiation and charisma test uh, between late, uh, is uh, is it lately? Yep. You're doing the negotiation test? I believe so. Uh, And your target is somebody's courier. We need to know their negotiation.
3: Who's this uh, coyote? Uh, He is uh, James Needing. Connection 4, Loyalty 2. Unless you've got someone better.
2: But what's your Coyote's negotiation skill and charisma?
3: Uh, He's got a charisma of 2 and a negotiation. He doesn't have that. So he has to default with 1 die.
2: Uh-huh. He's, so he's a really good Coyote, right?
3: Yeah, he's a good guy.
0: So, if we're just doing a straight-up loyalty sale, I, I've got a Coyote that'll get a little bit more, but Oh, never mind. Uh, Carlton City has a fixer that can do better anyway. So,
1: right, right. I'm I'm selling it to the Coyote using my negotiation skill. Uh, okay. Isn't there a uh, isn't there a Coyote be based contact on with rating. stats in uh, in the Coyotes book?
0: Maybe, but um, I would say uh-huh. it'd be well within his rights to base something off the connection rating as well. I would. Yeah. think Negotiation would be an important skill for a Coyote to have, considering the kind of business they do.
1: Yeah, there are a bunch of them starting on page twenty of the Coyotes book.
0: Sweet. Is there any of them happen to be named Wiley? Because that's the name of my uh, coyote. <laughs> I
1: didn't
2: pick her out of the book though. Uh, I'm inclined to just use uh, double their connection rating.
1: Yeah, the first one in the book has a negotiation of seven and a charisma of three.
2: Yep, so just use uh, double the connection rating as the opposition pool.
1: So that's eight dice?
2: Yep. You guys get to roll these yourselves. Go.
1: I got three. Oh, I got equal. I'm going to edge that. And the edge comes in for the win, turning my three hits into nine total hits. Wow! Which gives me six net hits.
2: No, it's uh, you. You got net six. So I think it yep. caps, doesn't it?
1: Uh, my social limit is a nine, so I get all those successes there.
2: Yeah. So you got six. Uh, so you actually get a really. You get. Uh, it's twenty five percent as base uh and uh, then okay, you're going to so... get and then you get another 30 so you are going to get 55% of the item cost. And he says, "Hey, this is really good ID.
1: It's
0: almost real."
1: Yes. So it's 16,500
0: new yen. All right. And in the meantime, I thought of a way we can save some money. We don't need a huge range oh. of sensors, right? Uh how about we just buy a single uh tiny uh Omnidirectional microphone and a single uh, camera uh, for each one. Um, that would be like uh, maybe rating rating three for each would be good, and uh, that would be that would cost uh, three hundred yen a piece, I think.
2: And uh, oh wait, uh, omnidirectional
0: what, microphones are even cheaper.
2: Oh, wonderful. I really love the like bargain basement shopping that you guys are going through right now.
0: Okay, so one hundred fifty yen for a. Uh, there's, no, there's not even an availability. It's Dash. <laughs> $150 million for an omnidirectional microphone rating 3. And then the camera's going to cost us 300 Or wait, there's a device 2 micro camera. If we just get those base, they're $100 million a piece. Maybe three of those. And then the sensor, that's $450 million. I can swing that. That uh, about taps me out, but I can swing that. Maybe. And if I do that, then I think we're all set for anything we have to spend money on. Maybe you should hang on to that uh, sin instead.
3: Too late. I already sold it.
0: Oh well, uh, we can always use the cred. Yeah,
3: now we've got some cred if we need it.
0: Uh, thanks, Padre. And I'll make, uh, sure to, I'll make sure to put something extra in the when the plate comes around this Saturday or Sunday. Is it? I, I keep losing track. Sorry. No worries. Sunday. And
3: uh,
2: if I remember the the place where you've set up your your shop, uh, your chemical lab. Uh, and, and where everybody's uh, kind of sleeping or staying up. It's pretty near uh, Padre's uh, church. It's in the same neighborhood, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Padre may not have mentioned this, uh, but Sans you're like prepping all this gear, looking through the, 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 the eBay or Asbay, You're looking up all of these things. You're busy redoing your bids at the last minute, trying to get that cheap piece of gear that's on special sale uh, at uh, at this uh, special bidding aggregation site for all of this uh, extra gear that uh, fell off the pallets or didn't get sold or the clearing out. Um, And you're doing this, and you realize there's been a lot of these uh, Messerschmitt Kawasaki trucks uh, labeled prominently with the Ariane Space um, uh, company uh, logos that have been driving by and dropping containers off and then uh, driving out. And the trucks are are bravely doing out these arrows uh, saying they're being operated by Symington Corporation. Um, and uh, you know it's you haven't visited the church for a while but you, you just spoke to Padre about visiting uh, and you realize looking down the streets that uh, um, the lot next to the church has been kind of cleared flat uh, and there's these heavy Kinesis, heavy Industries uh, construction equipment uh, these large drone construction equipment that are there uh, that have cleared the lot out uh, and there's these pallets uh, of uh, gear that are outside the church, uh, pre- prominently labeled from BAE systems uh, that have been out of the church and they've been unloaded. And uh, people from the church are like opening a pallet and taking boxes off of them and bringing them out inside and uh, uh, putting them away.
0: Wait, people from the church are taking stuff that's being dropped off by these trucks? Yes,
2: as if it was dropped off
0: for the church. What's going on here, Padre?
3: We got a donation of a bunch of comlinks. Of those, those boxes we're talking oh, about.
0: Right. I remember that. You need a hand uh, passing them out or going over them? I'm not a major techie, but I got some basic basic skills.
3: Yeah, that would be excellent.
0: All right. I'll, I'll give him a hand um, distributing the comlinks and making sure they're up and running, and uh, I'll... I'll I'll talk to people and help them get set up with their basic functions. If anyone's like horribly computer illiterate, I'll help them get it set up with the voice activation and just generally uh, yeah, spend a call. good chunk of time at the church uh helping out with um helping out the people.
2: Well, um all of these uh Comlinks, these Hermes icons have come preloaded with um the most recent editions of uh, uh pretty high a uh, lot of uh Software packages. Um, there's map softs. There's a lot of teach softs uh, and instructional softs in
0: there,
2: okay, and they're I'll all make sure of... in uh, Aslan or Spanish and German. I'll uh, make sure
0: there. people know about the additional software installed and how to get to it, so they can uh, learn whatever skill they're interested in uh, or bring up the maps. Just in general, I want to make sure that we are well. For one, I want to make sure that I help people, but also want to make sure that people associate us helping them as much as possible.
3: Yes, perfect.
0: While I'm doing that, I guess I'll make basic conversation and ask about people's, uh, how they're doing, and just see if I can get a feel for stuff, and maybe see if there are any uh, maybe really minor local problems that we could deal with, like uh, so-and-so needs some fresh water, and they're having trouble getting it because they're plumbing or something, or I don't know. Uh, any little thing that we might be able to potentially also be able to put a little work in to help people out and endear ourselves to the... The local downtrodden.
2: Well, uh, you could always create some basic medical supplies and chemicals
0: in your chemical lab. Yeah, I try to get a feel for what sort of things might be most um, well-received here. Tequila. Yeah, is all well and good. Yeah, I guess I could do some basic stuff like that, but um, the reason I can't set up a still... Yeah, but besides that, uh, if there's any particular medical supplies, I do have a little bit of medicine knowledge, a lot of first aid. If anyone's in obvious need of immediate medical attention, I'll, I'll offer them a little bit of help with uh, some of my supplies and skills. Well, uh,
2: the most efficient thing to do is actually offer to run uh, kind of an open clinic uh, maybe two or three times a week.
0: Good. I'll mention that to a couple people. Like, I'll pick a couple times that I don't think I'm going to be busy. So, yeah, stop by these times. Spread the word. I'll be here for a couple hours every Tuesday, uh, say 2 p.m., uh, right after Fiesta time? Or is that more 3 p.m.? I don't really know what Fiesta time is. But yeah, just stop by the church after Fiesta on Tuesdays. I'll be here for a couple hours and uh, you know provide what medical care I can. Uh, if fiesta- you know anybody...
2: Siesta is when it's too hot to move.
0: Oh, Siesta, not Fiesta, yes. Okay. So I tell them to stop by after Siesta. Uh, it's probably not a mistake that Sands makes because he actually has points in the language. For a Fiesta, you need something to celebrate.
2: Okay, uh, so yeah, there's some mysterious benefactor of the church, or maybe not so mysterious.
3: Is that one guy from Bandcamp? Oh yeah, oh, so it, it sounds like we've got all our
1: legwork done. Yes, are we ready to go?
2: Yeah. Oh, I think and it's so. all yeah, and it's all transnational communication software. Uh, very important that I named all of those companies because anybody who knows knows exactly who they are.
3: There are subsidiaries of Cedar Group.
4: You know that they're listening on on all of our conversations that these people are going to have for now and into the future.
0: <laughs>
3: well, that's why our techie guys can uh, make sure they're not bugged or have, like, tracer beacons or something before we hand them out.
4: I would totally be down for debugging and cleaning all of those.
2: A thousand, a thousand Hermes icons. Yeah.
4: That's why they make Cram Nova Coke as in my favorite long haul. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, in preparation for my infiltration run here, um, I'm going to be going with my lockpick set, my micro flare launcher, my micro transceiver, some myomeric rope, um, my really nice uh, chameleon suit that I'll cover with some basic street clothes that I can easily take off or put back on. I'll have my uh, toolkit for hardware. Try to keep the gear down to a minimum if I can. Uh, No weapons other than the one that's stashed in the uh, skin pocket on my head. In my comlink, of course. Oh, I should bring along my endoscope; that might come in handy. And then, of course, the um, the gear that we acquired specifically for the run the ult- the handheld ultrasound array, which I'll rig out in a way to kind of clip it on the front of my chest, so I don't have to second so hand out hands free. Um, like I a know, body have- cam. Yep. Then I'll have uh, one rating three omnidirectional microphone and three micro cameras, which are rating two. And then I've also got the three data taps. I'll make sure I pack all my kit as efficiently as possible for easy access and practice uh, taking it out and putting it back in without being able to see and that sort of thing. So I'm ready for the operation.
1: Okay, now, Sans, I got something important to tell you here. You're you're prepared. You have all the right gear. You've got the backup that you need. There's no reason to be concerned about anything you've Totally got this. You're prepared. When you go in there, it may seem like you're all alone in the middle of enemy territory, but remember, you've got uh, you've got backing. You've got spirit support. You've got matrix support. You have an exfiltration plan in place, so there's no reason to get uh, flustered or frustrated at any point. And uh, you know, worst case scenario, you pop that flare, and uh, and we'll be there to help with the with the spirits and anything else that you need right away. Okay. You've got this.
0: Thanks, man. That makes me feel pretty confident.
1: As I as use I, my leadership skill to uh, assist him.
0: So, as uh, uh pop a Psyche out of a uh, pill and uh, toss that down just a few minutes before going in. And those oh. drugs
2: will really help you. Don't worry.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm actually going to bring along a dose of beta meth. It might be dangerous to take along with the Psyche, uh, but I might need a little boost in case I get in trouble.
3: I'm going to summon an air spirit for six... Uh, and have it on standby in case it is needed for the extraction
4: the duke is also going to pop a little sight as well just for that extra logic boost
1: i got 5 hits to assist late uh, to assist uh, sans with his uh well with whatever
2: the spirits are with you today
3: eight hits on summoning
2: you have 0 hits uh you still take 2 drain uh and <laughs> you get eight <laughs> services Woohoo! Uh, What's your limits?
3: My mental limit is—is is it mental or astral? Yes. Nine.
0: Yep. So,
2: eight services, unless you've got like spirit no, whisper or
0: something. When you're summoning a spirit, the limit is the force of the spirit.
3: So I got six. And unless two hits you're summoning it from trend. within
0: your, unless you're summoning it from within your magical lodge, that adds its rating to your um all your limits, what you're casting. So if you have a lodge, you can cast I, from, you might as well summon from within that.
3: I do not have a lodge, but I have money now to buy reagents to set up a lodge and possibly bind more than one spirit.
0: Cool. I think we're set uh, for now though, with spirits. Uh, I don't think we need to wait to go in. I guess uh, when the time comes, then we'll uh, kind of take a few cabs out to the area. I'll take my own, uh, I'll be broadcasting my sin and uh, get you know, in the general vicinity and then I'm going to try to find a nice place to um, uh, get nearby where I'm not being observed, and this will probably be one of my more important stealth checks uh, is to find a good place to kind of shed my outer layers, uh, pull up the uh, face mask on the chameleon suit and activate it.
2: Um, So, um, uh, lately and Duke and uh, Padre, are you going to be in the neighborhood, or or what? How close are the guys actually going to be?
1: Oh, I'd like quick. to be okay. in a cab in the neighborhood, and uh, I think we're also trying to, to summon a number of cabs to the area to kind of flood it, trying to time it with uh, with when uh, Sands is going to be escaping. So uh, probably almost immediately as he's going in, we'll be summoning cabs, if not before then, depending on how long it takes a cab to arrive in the neighborhood.
0: And based on our observations, what time of day um, does it seem likely to be the least amount of people there? siesta i guess that's what i'm going in so much for a nap today all right and uh oh i should uh mention a correction it is not beta meth that i'm carrying it is a dose of jazz little inhaler popper thingy i'm not taking it yet though i won't unless i have to it's got a nasty crash uh,
4: It's just sitting right there
0: uh, i just hate you know the crash effect oh i will use it without hesitation if it's needed but <laughs> being de- really depressed for uh uh you know anywhere from 10 to 60 minutes um Despondent, miserable emotions, and no thanks.
2: <laughs> just make sure you're asleep for that hour. Good point.
4: Yeah, we hit you with some slab and you'll be good to go.
2: Anything I can do to ease you on your way to taking lots of drugs.
0: Uh, sans is a pushover to that degree. That's, a, that's a part of the character concept, is. Um,
2: okay, it's really good with that stuff. To set the scene. You uh, took a job from the Blacklight Exchange to do a surveillance on Adolfina Benavidez Campillo. You generally uh, you put a tracker on her vehicle. You know where she works. You know where her house is. You can observe the exterior of the house, her whole route between home and work. Uh, the exterior of work, you tagged her chopper. So that you know uh, when the work chopper takes her out to the field to various locations for her company, which is? Is this a quiz? Uh, if you have the answer, you can certainly make it. I'm just looking it up. She is the executive vice president of logistical planning for Maritech Enterprises, which is an aquaculture company that is a subsidiary of Technology, And the offices are in Panama Viejo, which is the old area downtown. And the place that you're going to right now is the Residencia Campo Verde, which is up on the hills above Panama City. Uh, It's on a hill overlooking a valley that is a commercial uh, district, uh, kind of a long strip mall where people can do lots of shopping. And then the hills overlooking it is uh, a uh, high-end, high-class neighborhood uh, that would be what you would consider a gated community, except... There are no gates other than tradition and fear of the poor being in a place they shouldn't be. It's a kind of rich neighborhood that if you're poor and get shot, you're responsible for, the, for your own murder.
0: Yeah, so um, as I feel the psyche kick in, I'm, I'm changing, uh, you know, finding a nice little out-of-the-way place uh, just outside the gated community, uh, maybe behind some bushes or in a bathroom stall, and I'm going to shed my outer clothing. And underneath, I'm wearing a skin-tight chameleon suit. I pull up the hood and face mask for that and activate the ruthenium polymer coating and thermal damping, which makes me blend into the environment, both visually and uh, thermally.
2: Okay, so let's have an etiquette roll or a sneaking role for your uh, entry into the neighborhood. You're getting to these environments.
0: All right, uh... I've got my, uh, all of my systems online, uh, ultrasound sensor ready to go. Um, my uh, comm system is all running silent. Uh, I'm inviting a mark uh, for each of you, uh, teammates. Let me know when you've got me online and uh, just make sure everything's running okay.
4: You want me to roll a whole mess of dice for that?
0: You don't have to roll for it. It's automatic because okay. I'm inviting you. Mark. Uh, so you, both you and uh, or any of you can uh, put a mark on my comm link at this point.
4: So I assuming I'm riding in the car with uh, Lately, and he's going to be more of the eyes, and I'm going to be more of the ears. So I'm going to work in a
3: hot sim if that's kosher. Works
0: for me. I think, uh, where's Padre then? Down the street
3: in a vehicle, out of the way.
0: You have do a you, vehicle?
2: I. You don't <clears> have <throat> a kind of vehicle, do you?
3: How did we get here? We had to I took a cab. Me too. So does that mean I'm hiding in the bushes?
2: No. It's, uh, I want to be clear, everybody, you're perfectly safe because this is one cab.
0: <laughs> so maybe gotcha. you should all take one cab and I'll take uh, a second cab. Okay. Ouch. So you guys Ouch. can all be in a cab together. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> not. Maverick has trained me well.
1: Yes, he has. And I believe we have a number of other cabs incoming. It should be arriving shortly.
0: One way or another. Well, um, once you guys... Oh goodness. Once you to uh um, verify that you've got me on on comms and sensors and are tracking my position and everything, then I will make my way and be like all right lately uh, i've got to sneak into the neighborhood talk me through this
1: all right just like we uh just like we discussed you, uh, yeah yeah of course make uh, turn here and uh yep watch watch out for that uh that uh one house with the uh, the yappy dog okay, you can cross the street now and uh
0: Alright, so how much extra did I get from the leadership teamwork?
1: Five. I got five successes on my roll.
0: Alright, that's five hits on my sneakiness. Not a very good roll, but not bad either. So
1: you've uh,
2: safely managed to get in this neighborhood, get all your preparations. You're ready to jump that fence and get in. Uh, Things are looking good so far. Uh, So, the entry in the grounds, the fences are really decorative. Uh, In fact, you can walk by it in places because it doesn't completely uh, um, block uh, entry. It's just, hey, there's a fence to just kind of mark the edge of the territory. There's actually a large, uh, a very nice uh, um, uh, vegetation, um, uh, groomed lawn. It's uh, well kept, uh, taken care of. And <laughs> there's actually a lot of sight lines. You're going to start sneaking across this with your suit uh, and stuff, and very slowly. So uh, this is where, as soon as you get on the grounds or in the grounds, there's motion sensors to the feet. So we're going to do the motion sensor roll.
0: Yes, I'm going to be asking you know, Doc and Lately to help me locate the motion sensors, uh, either through the Matrix and watching for their wireless signals, but also through the ultrasound sensor that I'm carrying, uh, that I'm running in passive mode. Uh, so that you, they can guide me to where I won't have to move through the motion sensors or where I will have to sneak through the fewest amount of motion sensor space.
2: So it's going to be the fewest or shortest space. Essentially, an entire ground is being monitored with uh, motion sensors. It's cheap and easy to put in, and they covered the entire place uh, with it as its base defense to kind of track uh, what's going on there. It's very likely the motion sensor and and uh, if there's almost certainly camera sensors that kind of work together to look for oddities and other things like that, so that's
0: in there. Alright, uh, so does this mean I'm going to have to move really, really slowly across the lawn or something? Yes. Lovely.
4: Are any of the, uh, the motion sensors wirelessly active?
0: They are not...
2: Um, they are not. Uh, so they're all running silent, right? You, you can look, or as you drove by, you know, your new motion sensors are there, but they they weren't. Um, they're not like showing up like here's a motion sensor that anybody can get at. So they're probably running uh, silent. You have to actually really look for them.
4: Yeah. The, so what well, my thought was is to try and find them on the matrix, and if they are wireless, then uh, get a mark and basically spoof no signal. Not not no signal, but a clear signal, so he can go more than a snail's pace.
0: Aren't you being opposed by a nearly unhackable host?
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind.
0: I mean, if you can do it, by all means, let me know. Uh, this is going to take me uh, half the afternoon to get across here, I think. Okay, maybe not that much, but still. Anyway, I will do my best to sneak through, I guess, the shortest possible path uh, to avoid as much motion sensors as I can, and get near. I guess. I guess I'll try to eye up and find a good place to um, to enter, whether it's a window or a door. I do have vision magnification built into my eyes. And we've been studying this place for a while. Anyhow, I,
2: I, Well, I think the uh,
0: first the motion sensors. Well, the spoof
2: command. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. You would need to have had a mark on the host in order to spoof the device, because you need to have a mark. On the device owners, I gotcha. gotcha.
4: Right, yeah, the unhackable host one.
0: Yep. So yep. that's where slow moving and sneakiness comes into play. All right, so sneak, and it is a threshold three. All right, lately, uh, mind uh, just keeping my mind occupied here. This is a uh, worst. Uh, my worst enemy here is boredom. If I twitch a little bit too fast in a bad moment. It's all over.
1: Yeah, it's not a problem. So, think through your. Uh... Your drug lab—you've been talking about. You wanted to uh, to set that up uh, later this week, right? What's uh, what's your first step on that? So I, uh-huh. I walk him through something that he uh, he understands and, and doesn't have to think too much about, but can uh, can uh, keep his his brain on something entertaining while he edges slowly and carefully through the grass.
0: All right. So another leadership. Are we just keeping the same role? No, it's another leadership test. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Four hits this time.
0: Wow. 20 dice, I only get three hits, but you did tell me my threshold was three, so... Threshold is three.
2: Okay. Uh, Sands, you can make a perception test,
0: please. That'd be four hits.
2: Um, So you've uh, entered the ground, you're moving slowly. It's almost as if you're taking that siesta on their lawn, uh, but you're actually moving along. Um, With this perception test, you do recognize that there are uh small uh, micro cameras uh, kind of seated around the grounds um that are there um but you're s- slow enough uh and uh, you know um you're being sneaky uh as well uh so you're probably not spotted not because the camera might not see you but there's the spots of coverage or people aren't looking or it's not tracking. obviously no alarms have gone off. but you are seeing that yes, there are now that you're on the grounds you can spot they've got these hidden cameras in uh, around uh, on the grounds.
0: Okay, uh, I will do my best to either stay out of their reach or move slowly through their field just like I'm doing through the uh, through the motion sensors and uh, do I get to the house where there's an entrance of some kind?
2: All right. Um, what's, uh, do you have any additional things uh, helping you uh, through this? Did you Are you just saving the spirits for the extraction?
0: I don't have anything magic on me because I know there are words on here, and I don't want to set any of those off. Also, if anybody does have to be pop- popping around in astral space, I'm a lot less likely to be noticed without magic on me.
3: And I'm keeping an eye on that, and I'll let you know. All right, so Sands, you're about
2: a third of the way across this terrain. So let's do another test to sneak a little bit further. Uh, you are uh, better off knowing where some that these cameras are around and there. So um, you have that threshold three test to go again.
0: All right, uh, leadership again, please.
2: You know, it's like you're addicted to leadership now, as well as
1: drugs. I am. Five hits this time, as I keep buoying your spirits.
0: Uh, cap out my limit of eight on this test, then. That's counting the boost of him helping me in my chameleon suit. So, oh,
2: so that's yeah. a that's a fantastic uh, 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 super successes. You actually cover the rest of the way uh, uh, to. Uh, you're in the vicinity of the house. You're, you know, near a wall or something. Basically in a spot that you can start thinking about and placing uh, some devices or, um, I think, where you're going to data tap some things. Do you, I have a good view of,
0: like, the the yard from here?
2: You've already gotten where you've placed some cameras externally off the property that can scan or view the property.
0: Okay, so the yeah, external you,
2: you have, it's the inside of the house or, you know, like looking in a window or something that you don't have a view of
0: okay i'm going to try to get myself near a window that seems to have a good view of the interior of the house and i'm going to try to position one of these little micro cameras such that i can look through the window but is outside the house and is hopefully nicely concealed that's going to be my first order of business That should be the easiest to place and okay. i'm setting up i'm setting the camera uh to uh operate completely offline off the matrix off its own battery power and record to its own memory until it's recovered so it should not be giving off any electrical signals in the matrix to be discovered hopefully
2: okay does that mean you have to come here and physically get it later it does uh, you know one option would be to have it record and have it pulse transmit after a week
0: that's a good idea i think i'll do that instead I don't transmits. know why I'm
2: helping you with these suggestions, but I figure Sans would know something basic yeah. like that.
0: I got like one point in a lot of different various tactical skills, uh, but I do have a lot of stealthy type knowledge. <laughs> okay, so I guess, um, I don't know if I need to roll something for that.
2: Yes, I am trying to figure out... Um, I think um, we have... Uh, Sneaking's not a high is there um, wow. so role for it, it's really the like the optimal spot to place the camera to give you the information you want
0: yeah I guess I will consult um, consult my teammates as well for that if uh, they've got any ideas
4: I would figure uh-huh. that would be like uh, maybe a surveillance role or a security procedures role or possibly
2: an electronic maybe- warfare role.
0: Yeah, perception or electronic warfare, maybe? Well, it,
2: yeah, if there was a knowledge skill that you thought appropriate, that would be really nice. I'm going to look through those uh, active skills for a sec.
0: I don't think I have any relevant knowledge skills.
2: I've got
4: a couple, but we will let the boss decide what we want to do.
0: All right, where do you think I should put it? I'll, I'll set it up for wireless at the moment so we make sure to get a, good, get a good feed, but then I'll put it back in uh, uh, dark pulse mode. As I got soon as three I have it hits. Positioned.
1: I got three hits on electronic... warfare to advise you on a good spot that'll provide a a clear, noise-free connection to us while uh, using uh, background reflections off walls and such to make it uh, more difficult to pick up locally.
0: Sounds good. And Um, the Duke got five
1: hits on the same roll.
2: So sensor operations is a specialization of electronic warfare, Uh, so I think that is an entirely appropriate skill to use for this.
0: Okay, do I have to make the test, or can we take uh, the duke's <laughs> uh, you can take
2: the duke's role you, you can okay. you put it there he put can it there. See, He can you guys already can see the external he can say this is the spot i would put it so basically yeah, and that's you, where
0: the 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 duke uh he, actually uh alex we'll have you um uh uh just basically say uh, uh bring up the thing like uh, maybe something like a uh, question me are you uh are you placing a or, or are, are you are you setting this thing up to where uh to just uh where you'd have to pick it up, and then we can discuss the the technical thing where you advise me differently. It'll flow differently. Uh, better to have you do it than the the part where the GM tells me, and then you can berate me for uh, gotcha. having a dumb idea, leaving it to where I have to sneak in again.
4: Okay, so uh, so the duke so the the duke will, will right, uh, ask uh yeah ask ask, ask Sand, and you're like okay, tell me what you see.
0: All right, I'm uh, placing the camera here at the window. Should have a good feed. It's running wireless for now, but as soon as we're ready, I'll just deactivate it so it'll go dark and just record locally.
4: No, no, you can't put it by the window. That's like in plain sight. You need to be sneaky with it. So, like, uh find a—this is, is a rich lady. She's got to have, like, real house plants or, like— a, like stuff high up on the shelves, You're well, I'm, somewhere up there out of sight.
0: Oh, there's. I'm still outside the building. I want to get a camera position first, like on some sort of outside of the the window dressing or whatever, so that it has a view through the window before I move into the building and start doing some of the some of the riskier placements. Topier. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. So what you, what you need to do is you need to grab grab some of the uh, the surrounding uh, stuff outside and kind of like you stick it up on the corner and you kind of make a little mess. It'll look like there's dirt in the window and it'll be like a week before cleaning gets there to get rid of it. You got kind of to hide it in there.
0: OK, so taking into account the advice between uh, Lately and the Duke of Dex for the, the placement of it, I find something that's actually not right on the window, but uh, I guess outside on the grounds somewhere that will have the right angle to see inside the window. Once I've got that done, I'm going to sneak over to, I guess. Is there any area where there's like a second story balcony with like a patio door?
3: Of course
2: there is.
0: All right, I'm going to sneak up to there. Do I have to make another sneaking roll? Yes, you're moving to a different location. All right, watch my back. I'm going to sneak over to this balcony area. Uh, Leadership?
1: Hold on a second. There's a. uh, Is that a uh, gardening drone coming around the car? Okay, okay. You're clear. Five hits.
0: Nice. Uh, I got five.
2: Excellent. Uh, The gardening drone uh, thinks you're part of the topiary display, kind of hovers over for you for a moment, kind of clips its shears over your your head. Uh, Maybe there was a stray hair, and then flies off to this bush uh, that's in the shape of a giant swan.
0: Nice. All right. Uh, Deploying myomeric rope. And I've got this... uh, Really nice thin rope that uh, basically it it moves on its own like a magic rope. But it's, you know, tech, technology, of course. So I'm going to have the rope go up to the balcony and tie itself in a good position so I can climb up easily. Climbing test. That would be two hits on 17 dice. So
2: okay. So uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're climbing up and basically, you know, after one turn you're kind of hanging... Uh, off that balcony, you've gone really slow. It's just, And really, what happened here, you just, you, you're just so slow, and then you go, oh, there aren't any motion sensors on the wall. They're on the yard.
0: All right, do I make it up the rest of the way, or do I have to climb some more?
2: Uh, I will give you a one-meter start, so yeah, you're up.
0: Okay, uh, once I'm in position there, I'm going to check out this door. Hey, uh, guys, help me out with sensors and everything. Let's check out this uh, door and uh, make sure I don't set off an alarm sneaking in. So i'm watching it with the uh i'm feeding the uh images picked up uh, by my eyes and of course i've got the passive ultrasound sensor
2: well it's uh, kind of obvious you looking at it and there's a arrow uh kind of a keypad uh thing um uh presenting itself uh, there by the door uh and it's showing a locked uh status so you know this this uh, uh has a lock uh on it and it has a
0: augmented reality keypad right i'm going to check it over to see if it has an anti-tamper system
2: yeah it's uh uh how do you do that you have to like open it up to see if there's one inside right
0: yeah i guess that's involved in cracking the case maybe um so i'll break out my lock picks and armor or, or sorry hardware kit and get to work on it um i don't necessarily want to break into the lock all the way if i don't have to um, if it's easier to just expose it and uh, hook up a data tap temporarily and then put the case back on after, um, after it does the hack, uh, I'll do that.
2: Well, that's your choice. You could crack the case, either sand and temper and start going, or you could just plug the data tap in.
0: If I could just attach the data tap without messing with it anymore, I'd like to go that route.
2: So you plug a data tap in, and now this makes this device directly accessible to yeah. uh, Lately or the Duke of Decks. And they can go ahead and hack it and do all kinds of horrible things to this poor, defenseless device.
0: It does take a basic hardware test, but I could probably buy hits. Unless you want to see if I critically glitch or something.
2: No, we always have to see if you critically glitch.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to attach this data tab and uh, see if you can't get this lock open for me. And on the plus side, it'll get you a mark on the host pretty easy. Just uh, don't get spotted or it'll set off the alarms.
1: I guess my uh, I'm going to assist the Duke of Decks on this, uh, as well as having my uh, agent assist the Duke. So that should bump his limit up by two, as well as any bonus dice that I give him.
0: And I've installed right, the data am I tap with three hits. Okay, I've got the data tap installed directly on this lock. It should be much easier for you to hack.
2: Uh, All right. So you, Decker, turn you to hack on the fly here. You can hack on the fly directly against this device. It is, uh, uh, yeah, it's a device rating
1: three. So that is one bonus right, die from count my dice from me and away. seven bonus dice from my agent. That probably hits a limit, though, uh, and yeah. plus two to your limit. That yeah, hits my six cap.
0: Nice. And the limit boost is huge. It's like getting a more powerful deck.
4: Yeah, so that's going to give me 23 dice, a uh, a two bump to my limit. That's awesome.
0: Damn, maybe this host isn't so unhackable. That's almost even... That's actually better than even odds. I mean, that's without the data tap. I mean, you got to dominate this thing.
4: I don't remember. Do I get bonus dice for, for Hot sum as well? I can never remember because I'm always oh, playing an AR.
0: Yeah, uh, but if you're running silent, that it cancels that out.
4: Okay, gotcha. So that is six hits.
0: You're looking you well at a maximum opposing limit. dice pool of probably 11. Uh, no, 14. Six hits should be good.
2: Uh, I think... When you do the data tap, it's just the device rating and whatever firewall it has. It's device rating times two, typically.
0: Oh, the device's firewall. Oh, so you're looking at, like, what, four to six dice.
2: So, yeah, that one. So you've got four hits. You have a mark on the lock.
0: While he's doing this, I'm going to look over the lock. Does it look like the case or the lock might be big enough that I can pop the case and conceal the data tap inside it? Well, how big is the data tap? Probably not very big, but... uh, I've always wondered that, that says. but not
4: a description, like a physical description of the size.
0: I figure it's got a couple, like, Adelgaller clip-type type things and maybe some other port and a little dongle. Uh, I guess I imagine it's a small handheld object. Exactly how small, uh, who knows?
4: Well, I mean, like yeah. a wireless radio and a phone is really small.
0: I imagine it's not microscopic, uh, but I don't think it would have to be huge. You know
2: what I totally want to do is make a Fly spy carry a data tap
0: around, right? Yeah, the thing is, you have to install the data taps. You uh, fly spies don't have the articulate arms or whatever to be able to do a hardware test through them.
1: You just need the comlink dongle that uh, acts by touch.
0: There we go. Okay, um,
2: so uh, do you have industrial hardware skill?
0: <laughs> I just picked up a rank.
2: So uh, industrial hardware is what I think would uh, work for you to integrate this data tab to make it look like it's part of uh, this device, or whatever. Um, one mark on this lock is actually enough to make it, for you to make it lock and unlock. It's the normal operation of this device.
0: Can you check it to see if it's got a, a built-in anti-tamper system? You might be able to now that you got a mark on it.
4: Uh, do you want that to be a matrix perception? You should get freebie matrix oh,
1: perception as part of check. getting the mark.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't ask before he did it, uh, so it's up to...
2: So with one mark, basically the only operation available is locking and unlocking. Uh, Getting some information about the device itself uh, as part of that command is not available. Now, this doesn't mean that... uh, Did he get one free matrix perception thing? Did he get enough
0: hits that he gets more? I think he'd get two, because he got uh, five net hits. I think it's one for every two net hits.
2: Uh, so the extra one could be that,
0: yes, it does have an anti-tamper device. Check that
4: idea. There's a tamper device on it. Kind of what we would expect.
0: Can you suppress it while I work? It would make my job a lot easier.
4: If so I can take ownership with three marks.
0: Yeah,
2: if you go into three marks, then you can do whatever you want to this lock.
4: Lately, do you want to, uh, provide the assist? Yeah, I can help you out with that. Six dice, to I two I myself a die on the last roll. No, no, I can't write it right, you three.
2: Now remember, you can take a whole bunch of dice away from your roll, but get two marks at once.
4: That's true, but I don't want to scooch, so I'm just going to do these one at a time. Uh, six, sixes again.
2: So you have one more mark. And then one more assist lately.
4: Five dice this time.
0: Yeah, Padre. Yes? You got your spirits ready to go? I'm about to uh, do the yes. dangerous part.
3: Spears
2: are ready. Okay, so you
3: have three marks. The Duke owns the device.
2: Not quite, but pretty much you can do anything. So you can basically completely control or do whatever. So just a command device roll, which we're not going to bother with, except that that's what you're doing.
0: Okay, so once... So we're
4: basically going to disable that feature while he works.
0: Yep. So, all right. Uh, so, Padre, um, you got any sort of... Uh... Blessing or something that would be handy for this situation?
3: Yes. And Padre will rattle off something in Latin.
0: In nome de Padre? Si. I don't speak Latin, but I uh, concentrate and uh, I'm going to crack the case on this lock. That's five hits. And I'm going to install the data tap inside the lock and integrate it in such a way that uh, I can, you know. Put the case back over it, and it won't be obvious to anyone observing. Right. So that'll be uh, industrial hardware. Uh, Industrial whatever. Damn. Five hits on nine dice. Okay.
3: The power of prayer.
0: I'll ask the Duke, hey, can I set this thing up uh, so it's not actually active in the Matrix, but it will uh, listen passively so that you can transmit something, and then it will become active for you to use, so uh, it's less likely to be discovered?
4: You mean the data
2: tap?
0: Is that a thing I can do?
4: I don't think so. Why don't let me look?
0: You could make the data
2: tap run silent. Okay.
4: Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, just flip it over. There should be a little uh, switch on the side of it. might have to use your pinky nail or something. Just push that in, and it makes it run silent.
0: All right. So I set up for silent running, hook it up with a hardware test, a uh, necessary basic hardware test, and then I got the five hits for, uh, before on in the industrial engineering to integrate it. And then another locksmith test to put the case back on. All right, so uh, it's all closed up. Uh, anti-tamper system shouldn't be an issue. I'm ready to go in if you wouldn't mind opening the gate for me.
1: I poke the duke so that he opens the gate for you. Oh yeah, that that that's getting popped open.
2: So you're on the second floor uh, balcony patio. You open the uh, you you guys have completely subverted this uh, this lock on the second floor thing and install the data. So pretty much at any time you can get here, you can go in again. Um, And uh, you you are going to go into the building Mm -hmm. as this door rolls open. Okay, I need a sneaking test here.
4: Hey, while he's rolling that, uh, G-O-D, what is my uh, Overwatch score, if you've been keeping track? Because I am running Baby Monitor.
0: All right, I got seven hits on my sneak, but it cost me an edge. Should be at six for your Overwatch score right now. Sorry, it's seven. All right, guys. I'm saying this over a sub-vocal. Keep an eye out for sensors for me. Watch for any cameras or anything I might not notice. Help talk me through sneaking through this. I want to find the master bedroom. I think is where I want to put the um, put one of the cameras. And uh, where? And uh, I want you guys to think uh, hard as we're walking through here to see if we can't find the best place for me to stash the omnidirectional microphone for coverage and concealment. And then I'll it start moving through the house.
1: I'd like to use Matrix Perception to assist him in uh in his sneaking as I look for hidden devices that might track him.
2: Uh so matrix perception test. Who was it that had the electronic warfare duke?
4: Uh I have the higher score in it, I think.
2: Uh could somebody roll electronic warfare for me?
4: Sure.
1: You want me to roll my actual skull? Or just a set number?
2: Uh roll the roll the skill.
1: Seven hits. I got six hits on the Matrix Perception to assist Sans in his sneaking.
2: All right. Um, so, Duke, you're pretty sure that for the job you guys are doing, you actually want to put the camera that sees most of the house or the most people or traffic in the house. So, like, uh, the central hallway or an open foyer, uh, uh, basically uh, the top of the stairs overlooking the main entrance... Um would you know, some place that would see the most traffic is what you want. Now, this doesn't strike you uh, the master bedroom doesn't strike you as a place that would be the most traffic. Uh though who knows, depends on the lifestyle.
0: Okay, so oh, right there you think? The stairwell? No,
2: no, no, that yeah, right up there, but you gotta place it just so
4: yeah, yeah. Keep keep ooching up in the corner a little bit. There you All go. right.
0: Placing camera number two. Do you think this is the best place for the mic? We've only got one more. One. Well, more, we've only got one mic, but I do have an additional camera.
4: Maybe we probably want sense. the camera to. We probably want the mic to be in someplace else where there's going to be more people steady, just coming and going up in the stairs. That won't really catch much. We want to, we want to put the mic where there's going to be more, 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 more in contact, more regularly. So, like, uh, like a common area.
0: And what was that, Padre? I thought I heard you cut in there for a moment. I
3: was thinking maybe the. Uh if she has your home office, or maybe the kitchen?
0: Good thinking. A study. All right, I'll place one camera here overlooking the, the stairwell. I think this will get a good view of people coming and going. Where do you think the best chance is for the study to be? And I go ahead and place the camera. What skill test am I making for that?
2: Uh, that's done with the sensor operations check. So if you do it where he says, that's fine. But you, now you're going to sneak to another location. Okay. So we need a sneaking roll. Uh,
0: that would be capped out at eight hits.
2: All right. So what uh, common area are you choosing? A study? You, you find I'm looking, something?
0: I'm looking for a study or a home office, someplace where you know they might sit and do business or work on stuff.
2: Uh, um, so you have a choice between this huge open area that looks like a downing living room uh, area. Um, there is uh, something that looks like a study Looks like a private reading room or library. There's actually real books in there. Um, uh, remember, today most people, uh, when they work, um, the, the home office thing. Most people are, like they can sit on the couch and work because it's augmented reality wherever they want it to be. So, okay, you'd, so I'm you'd have to think about
0: dining room for the camera and uh, the last camera and the omnidirectional mic. Can okay. You...
3: Can you tell if there's run room in particular, maybe more well used, where she maybe spends more time?
0: Yeah, I guess if we watched the camera feeds for a week, we'd find that out, wouldn't we? That's the whole point of the surveillance
2: inside, right? Is you would find that out. Uh,
0: uh, I just forgot we'll go, go ahead with the dining and place room.
2: Down
4: if we need, yeah, place them now, and then if we need to, we can always get you back in.
2: Can you get a shot
1: of the front door looking out of it so if anybody comes to the door or uh, meets her there, leaves with her, you get a good view of them?
2: You already have an external camera that covers external access.
1: Okay.
0: All right, so I guess I'll try to get as wide of a view with a camera uh, to cover the dining room. Uh, Maybe the front door if I can, if I can angle it to catch the dining room and the front door. If not, I'll just cover the dining room and then I'm going to place the omnidirectional microphone uh, somewhere secret in the dining room as well.
2: Okay, so now uh, I assume you're going to leave?
0: Once that's done, yes, I will go ahead and I'll head back out the way we came, because that that lock is one that we have easy control over.
2: Okay, Uh, sneaking roll to get to the outside of the building.
0: Okay, talk me through. uh, I don't want to be tripping over any Roombas. Yeah, that's seven hits on my 22 dice after getting six extra from Lately's leadership. And
2: Excellent. So you're, you're back out on the patio. Uh, you're going to climb or jump down?
0: Yeah, I'll down, climb back actually. down my myomeric rope, which I've left there. And okay. And once I get down, I will have my rope untie itself, and I'll recover that. But uh, first, my climbing test, I guess.
2: Yeah, and just a reminder, you, you did spend quite a lot of effort uh, previously getting you know external coverage uh, and all that sort of stuff, so... The front door is something you know, you would have had from the outside view. You wouldn't need that so much from the inside. Uh, okay, now and you've got to get uh, back across that yard, right?
0: All right, talk me back through creeping uh creeping through these uh motion sensors.
1: Six more hits on leadership.
0: Means I get 22 dice that I cap out my limit with eight hits. How far does that get me? That gets you halfway across. I'm almost there. I'm getting pretty impatient. This is the worst time. If I'm going to screw up, this is going to be the moment.
3: So we had cameras in a hallway, the dining room, and the living room? Is that right?
0: Yeah, pretty much the major traffic area that I think was like the uh, the stairway going from the, like covering the stairway and the, the foyer and all that uh, from the first to the second story. Then we've got a camera uh, going into a window from outside. And then we have another camera that's uh, covering the dining room area, along with an omnidirectional microphone. And that final roll to get out. Yeah. Five hits on my sneaky roll. All
2: right. Get you, the rest of the way out. You are off the direct property. Now you just have to leave the neighborhood it one be, way or another.
0: It should be pretty easy. I'm going to slip through still running silent and sneaky. Um, ask if uh, Lately and the Duke can keep an out for any uh, you know, patrol vehicles or wayward pets or whatever.
1: We're doing that, and there are a number of cabs here waiting for you.
0: And then I will pick a cab. Okay,
1: I need... Uh, how
2: are you ordering these cabs but not having them be tied to you,
0: your identity or you? I don't know. Lately's taking care of all that direct for me.
1: I think the easiest way to do it is to hack a number of uh, unrelated comlinks and uh, order up cabs that way, all right?
0: Fabulous idea. I think what I'll actually do, instead of uh, hopping in a cab while I'm Mr. Oh, Invisible, fast. I'm actually going to find a place to change, you know, recover my street clothes, and then, uh, you know, activate my sin and just call a cab myself. Uh, these other cabs are just uh, for distractions. I don't think they're needed now, actually, even. But uh, just, just just, to, though, uh, you know, they were there to do a shell game if I had to worry about pursuit. But that went really smooth.
2: Well, those cabs would take lead time to do so uh <laughs> all right um well it's really easy because it just strikes you wow there were like these th- thousand hermes icons for these people that you had to set them up so <laughs> you actually have some willing victims uh of uh of uh, uh that that can accept blame that you can do this uh, with so or you can ask them to call cabs for you and uh, you, you do it um uh, so there's certain opportunity there. So uh, uh, you guys can uh, spoof commands from those decks or whatever. Oh, wait, uh, from wait the I've commons. got an idea.
0: Hey, uh, wait, what if uh, Lately and Padre could actually bring them in and let them know that we're performing a useful anarchist operation? And if they want to help, all they need to do is just do a safe thing to just call a cab to go to a certain area at a certain time, and they'll be in on the resistance. And, and then cancel. Yep. Yep. It's just a small way. Yep. It'll give them a negative, uh, you know, uh, cab company re- a, a award on their on their Comlink profile. But it's one way we kind of get That's some people 5, yeah. with a foot cut, in the door like it, huh? actually doing active stuff in the resistance. Yeah. But no real risk to them.
2: So you you guys organize the neo anarchist flash mob cab pickup. <laughs> 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 And you you know, I mean, the, the term badass the
1: gets thrown around pretty lightly uh, these days, but I think in this situation, we definitely earned it.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, so you've
4: recruited to the cause? It, or, it may not or, be sexy, or, but it is awesome.
2: Okay. So you've successfully done this thing and and uh, put it in there. All right. Um, you've got these devices in there. You've got in their home. That leaves the offices.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going to sneak into the corporate building. I don't think that's worth it. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of feel well, like maybe if we...
4: One of our, uh maybe one of our newly acquired willing participants uh, who works for a cleaning company, because, you know, we work with a lot of people who are probably in the service sector, maybe they'd be interested in becoming part of the
3: resistance.
0: I don't think most of the people that come around the church have actual, you know, regular legit jobs.
3: Yeah, no, this is uh, a poor, poor community.
0: Yeah, that's an understatement. No offense. But uh, the, these people are destitute. All
2: right. So the question now is, If are you not going to do anything for a week and then send the signal and pick up uh, this material and then turn it in for your job?
0: That's what I'm inclined to do. We can also pass along uh, the access codes for the data tap and the uh, sensors we left behind for as long as they're going to be around. Oh, yeah. And the tags. Uh, Absolutely. I think that's pretty valuable. I think getting into the office building is more trouble than it's worth. But yeah, and don't uh, forget
1: the subverted cameras along her uh, travel route as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, we had a bunch of those cameras placed. So I think, uh, I think uh, this seems pretty solid. I'm ready to to turn it in. I don't know what you guys think. If anyone has an idea, what what else what else we could do uh, that isn't going to be a major operation, um, I'm ready to call this one done and get to some I, real work.
1: I'm happy with what we've got here.
0: Okay, I agree. Okay, so we'll have a right. week to kill.
1: Well, you could be
2: running those clinics, getting to know the people at Padres Church, um, uh, you know, becoming a fabric of the community. Just getting that lab set up and running in there. I mean, yeah, the lab stuff is set you up, want to. Do.
0: I actually want to use some of my existing rep points to get a uh, you know a good general pipeline for some raw materials going through through various means and channels. Between our various uh, couriers and coyotes and fixers and uh, some of the local people we're getting to know, the Ngabe tribe, and maybe the stuff that they can pick out in the rainforest, I'm hoping to get a steady stream of raw materials for cooking up the various medical supplies and <clears throat> other medicinals that uh, will come in handy in our line of work. And so be of use to the community and also uh, provide stuff that we can sell uh, for Nguyen as well
2: so you're going to turn the ngabi tribes people into your field pickers for your chemical things. It's so not exactly these but there's plants. there's bound
0: to be some like yes. cool, rare plants out there that they know how to harvest and I bet you they could help with that. So I'll I'll kind of whatever I need to spend for ret points, I think I've got two plus whatever, you know, anyone else is willing to to cash in towards that to really get some good uh good uh raw materials floating in for me to start uh, making good use of my chem lab if i can also work in acquiring a um a a proletarian drone uh the model that's set up for chemistry work uh, so much the better Uh, otherwise i'll have to worry about that once we've uh, cashed in a little bit later
1: i'll work with you to help set up the the trade lines here between the the urban and rural communities and i can see if i'm tracking down a proletarian for you as well
0: excellent thanks all right, the going
4: to be saving all of his rep points for Abyss.
0: So are there any particular uh, medicinals that any of you favor? Uh, also, I can make special customized uh, drugs once I get this pipeline up and running. And we can talk more in, in more detail about those. But those tend to have drawbacks as well as bonuses and are usually a bit more intense. So I, I tend to consider those special use applications. And they're expensive. Psyche
1: and Nova Coke are always fun.
0: I do love my Psyche, and uh, Novacoke's a good one as well. So, yeah, and uh Nova Coke's good and cheap and uh, pretty easy to sell. I might start uh, cranking out a good, good amount of that maybe um, as a cash crop.
4: Yeah, anything you know that uh, boosts brain power will help me.
0: Yeah, Psyche's the way to go, really, unless you've got another favorite. Is what Sarah? Not
4: that I can think of. That stuff does it. Uh, does magic.
0: Sarah Prax is pretty sweet, but you got to be real careful with it. You do not want to overdose on that. Permanent brain damage. Bad news. For that reason, I'm uh, actually pretty hesitant about taking it at all.
2: Okay, so you're spending this week kind of planning and organizing the things you could do to get your drug lab running? Um, Yeah, but as I said,
0: I'm spending rep points to get my raw materials going or coming in.
2: The Duke is
4: actually going to spend some time learning forgery and demolitions.
2: Okay, so you're going to do some training. Uh, which, if they're low-level, easily fits in with this weak time frame. Um, So, uh, Sans, your rep points uh, are something you can trade on the Blacklight Exchange. If you deal with, like, the Ngabe, that has to be, you know, they're not in the Exchange That would actually have to be something that you either pay them for those materials. Uh, Now, they do have some loyalty with you. If you say, give me a batch of materials, and you give them 50% of the output in return, uh, they're willing to give you credit on that kind of basis, Uh, kind of barter.
0: I'll try to work out a barter deal for them. So part of what I make, I make for them. Uh, so if there's any medicine or whatever they need, I can, I can provide you know the finished some finished materials in exchange for uh, materials that they're able to provide.
2: Okay, so um, it's a matter of getting raw materials and any output. How much are you thinking you would produce in a week, the, and and kind of trade back and you know, what are you going to produce?
0: Oh my gosh, um, I haven't really done a lot of math on that. <laughs> uh, let me take a look and see what what's in the rules for me to to pull on from that. I think there's... I know there's plenty in the... Um, oh, anyone have forgery? I do have a rank in forgery.
4: Okay, I'll probably... Since I have a really high logic, I'll probably end up pumping stuff into that then.
0: It's worth picking okay. up a point in, particularly if you're a decker. I mean, you can you can uh, edit files all day long, but if you don't have a way to make it look like it's a file that belongs in the system, it might not hold up.
1: Yeah, I've got eight dice in forgery.
0: All right. Um, sans,
2: what I want to do is... If possible, unless there's, obviously, if there's some specific output uh, that you need, like creating the psyche or whatever, we're going to use dice roll. Uh, yeah, guess, I'd like to kind of extract, abstract this uh, in some way, because you you just want to set a kind of working revenue stream and what revenue you get out of this, right?
0: Sure. I want to get a re- revenue stream going, as well as, you know, maybe I can cook some stuff up that will be useful for just general medical supplies for the local clinic work. And um, you know, helping with uh, making medicine that's necessary, and then and then there's of course going to be the specific drugs that I'm going to want to make for our team to use, you know, for buff reasons. That's going to be more specific, I imagine.
2: All right. Okay. So, what is your chemistry skill? And uh, what's your total dice pool?
0: I have six ranks in chemistry, which gives me 11 total dice normally.
2: All right. So you're you're However, very high.
0: If I have a proletarian drone that can roll some dice to assist me,
2: okay. So you have a pretty high dice pool. You're very skilled at this. If you you could easily become like a highly professional chemist or whatever, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it, let's imagine that you can generate a lifestyle, a high lifestyle, uh, out of your skill, right? That's very reasonable. Okay. Um, so you're generating a high lifestyle. Um, uh, out of the work you put in, that's assuming you do like the eight hours a day, full time into it. So um, we can just imagine. Let's say you take two weeks a month, you would be generating half of a higher lifestyle worth of goods out of it, right? Or you can think of uh, you know a couple ways we can parcelize. So you say I'm going to if you spend four you know the entire time four weeks in a month, but you might go I'm going to live at middle lifestyle. Uh, and then that means we've got five thousand million, you know, that we've earned, of goodwill or other stuff that we can uh, spend or in chemicals that you have it something along that
0: on, I'll plan on putting in the uh, the two weeks out of four level work, so we have a good steady revenue stream coming in. You know, use what I can to cover uh, some of our basic lifestyle expenses, and anything that's left over. Um, I'll use that to um, basically build goodwill with the community, um, as far as those funds go. And then uh, well, you know, whatever whatever else left, I want to also be able to be able to cook up my own stuff as well to have the materials to do that. So I guess I might pull that from some of the funds. All right. So we'll see a we'll very simple, simple way. Uh,
2: simple way we can do this is. Right now I believe you as a team are at medium lifestyle, middle lifestyle. If you put two weeks into your chem lab, two weeks of work in your chem lab supports the middle lifestyle for the team, four months, right? Uh, And then everything after that is extra. So this one week you have here is the one week, one of the two weeks you're spending supporting the team, doing that just with your basic skill and knowledge in supporting the community, right? Uh, and then you're spending time with the clinic, with the poor. Let's say that generates another uh, action. Yeah, being a doctor is a, a basically, but it's first aid. Well, so let's basically,
0: say, yeah. I have I have six ranks in first aid, and I have six ranks in chemistry, but only one rank in medicine. So basically, I'm a I'm a pharmacist and a paramedic. <laughs> right.
2: So you're providing that if you let's say you spend a week's worth of time or equivalent, you say that. Uh, you're, you're donating that or spending that, and there that is the you get credited uh, for that amount of uh, favors or things that the community is willing to do with you. For example, this flash uh, taxi uh, mob uh, is an example where you know people have been willing. Yeah, oh sure, we'll do it. You guys helped us get this stuff. Um, that was an uh, example. So you're generating that. Kind of favor level in this uh, in this kind of extended network of the poor that Padre's Church serves. All right, so that we can kind of trade in your skills in that way, and that's what you're earning. And uh, so that's what you, SANS, are generating out of your personal skills and contribution of community, like you supporting the middle lifestyle that he's at and uh, the poor uh, people. Uh, you're building up this uh, a lot of credit for kind of their uh, favors that they can achieve for you. Uh, for example, really, they could also serve as your eyes and ears uh, in the community too, and information flow. Uh, you can hit them up on that too later.
0: As time goes on, I'm going to keep an eye out for any you know teenagers who seem particularly clever, or in particular, anyone who is known to have um, any skills in like uh, medical skills or first aid or chemistry or anything like that. And I'm going to see if I can't get some teaching going as well as part of the, I don't really have an instruction skill. I'll spend karma on a basic instruction skill, I guess. But I want to see if I can't get some people, you know, started to be trained up to have some things to do as far as, you know, their own medical knowledge and chemistry knowledge, that sort of thing. Uh, Some first aid and medicine, some basic stuff for now. I can build on it later and have them uh, cooking drugs for me at one point. At some point, I'll have them uh, cranking out the Nova Coke. But uh, I don't need to tell them that now. So I guess, yeah, Sans is pretty busy. Uh, I'm going to step away for a minute.
2: All right. But we've set up kind of a, a revenue stream and things that kind of set up. So now you go, okay, lifestyle's kind of t- taken care of and generating the ability to... You, you've you got a uh, a group of people that you can contact and use for some basic uh, tasks or favors or things that you guys might need for your operations. And that's taking three out of four weeks of Sans off time to to generate that for you guys.
0: That's yeah, actually pretty sweet this character design. I don't need a huge amount of uh, downtime resources to spend anyway, so he's, he's got it free to do this. I can pick up skill points here and there. Uh, I don't need to initiate.
2: (laughs) Well, and I I do want to point out this doesn't prevent you from training your own skills or anything. You can just think of like eight hours a day would be chemistry lab and eight hours training your skill, for example. I'm just going to give you a flavor for how I want to abstract uh, uh, kind of setting your guys' skills or background against what you can contribute for people. And I think this will serve for a good example. In there, and, you kinda, and then you're going to leverage all of this into, um, you know, to support your operations at some point.
4: Definitely. The Duke is going to start, start his uh, small forgery ring, uh, forging documents for community members that need things for whatever they may need to be legit.
3: How long, d- how much downtime do we have? I think we're taking a month,
4: aren't we?
2: Uh, I'm letting you know, this is, I mean, the basic time span is, my, you've taken a week. So the a week for sure, because you were letting this stuff run and then turning it in. And I'm actually, after the week you turn it, you actually get four rep points for this. You got a bonus Sweet. rep point in there um, uh, for this. Um, so if we sick.
4: haven't spent any rep points, that puts us up to sick, right?
2: Those are, yes, but those are ones that team earned. And they're on the, um, they're basically your account. In the Black Exchange for the Black Star team has four rep points. When Padre went with rep points, he actually got rep points as Padre, if that makes sense.
3: So we've now got five rep points for Black Star.
2: Uh, you earned three it was three for this, plus you got a bonus of so four rep points. Is okay. Black Star Black Star team has four rep points. When Padre spent rep points, he actually kind of logged in as himself and spent his own rep point. He found out he personally had rep points, and then he used it.
4: Oh, I gotcha. I I think our Legendary gave us two to start with, right?
2: Yes. And you can earn individually rep points. Things may happen where you could do that in there, but that would be for some individual things that you do.
4: Gotcha. I will post the, uh, the Blacklight group that there are forgery services available within our cell.
2: Uh, uh you know you actually already have competitors for that because there's at least two people at that count, at that meeting that you had uh, uh that that was explicitly their offer. that was what they did all the time. You suspect they might be better than you uh, well,
4: I don't know. I'm pretty good. We'll see
2: That's right. You can post away and uh, see what happens. No one a competition into the market right uh yeah, that's capitalism, not neo anarchism.
4: Hey, it takes money to create anarchy.
2: If the if Tex the was uh, really, you know, doing it, he would be like, no, everybody should contribute what they can.
4: My philanthropy grows along with my uh, banking, it turns out.
3: Can I initiate that first week and then uh, raise my magic rating by one?
2: <laughs> um, when you, so initiating and raising your magic, you, you know, they're both, you, you don't, you have to spend karma on each of those, right?
4: Yeah, Yeah, you gotta initiate, and then you can raise your magic.
3: Right, that's why I set them in that order. I've got forty commerce to spend.
2: Yeah, uh, and they both take time, so you have to initiate, and then I don't think in one week. I think it's one week is the base time. No, one month is the base time. Yeah, one month to initiate. initiate.
0: Yeah, it's Arcana plus intuition. I think. And you need a number of hits equal to your initiate grade to get it done in one month.
2: Yeah, you You can't can't do other stuff during that time. Like, yeah, but you can't take less than a month to initiate. That you said you don't, for to spend thought,
0: you don't have to spend for some, some reason. I you done,
4: thought you not so. spend the karma. I thought you could
0: drop that name. No, not in the case of initiation. Not rules as written. Um, what you could do is say you've you have potentially have been working on it with if you've had downtime available because you don't have to spend the karma until it's done, and you definitely had it building up. So but the start it's up of the to game. Nick how much he's going to let you uh, do with that.
2: You're going to say, hey, Nick, remember when we started, I said I was going to initiate?
3: Hey, Nick, remember when we started, I said I wanted to initiate?
2: And that's when you lose karma for lying to me.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't say that, so I'm not going to say
2: that. Uh, so we've been that going awesome, a while, man. so uh, I'm I'm totally fine with the back use of it for the initiation. But yeah, it is. it, 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 uh, it actually gets worse because it'll like, rank two, two months, rank three, three months. Now
0: no, it's actually one month for the test, but the threshold goes up.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. It so only takes one multiple month. months
0: if you can't make it with the Arcana test in one test.
2: Which sometimes happens. It's terrible. <laughs> it happens a lot to physical adepts. Yeah, it does. All right. Um, yeah, so you could spend that time initiating. And then remember, that's what comes in where I said where uh, your time training for yourselves or doing stuff for yourselves, like initiating, isn't going to affect this time where you say you're using your skills to... Support what the the black your black star operation can do.
0: So, um, how many uh, rep points did it cost me to set up my uh, chems pipeline?
2: For your chemistry, you're doing a kind of uh, uh, you perform it. You're having the Ngabi tribe collect raw materials for you or supply you with raw materials. You're manufacturing or creating the stuff, and then you're skimming, you know, like fifty percent of the output.
0: Oh, okay. I had assumed that um, I was also using rep points to get other stuff in that, you know, I couldn't account for with, uh, you know, rare rainforest plants.
2: Uh, They, I mean, it's a tribe. They can supply you with whatever raw materials. Oh, sweet. You have the skill to turn them into good stuff, and then basically you're just skimming the output from this to generate that metal lifestyle's worth from it.
0: Okay, that's pretty nice. So I'm getting everything I need from the Ngabe tribe then. Yes, and then
2: if you want to do specific output, like I want to create Psyche for the team, then you'll do some dice rolls, and whatever time it takes for those threshold rolls is what you're spending in there, but you basically have uh, a lab and raw materials to build it from.
0: You know, I'll do some of that in a bit, but I'll probably write it down the doc in between sessions or something, unless it uh, comes up during a session for a run or whatever. I need to cook, cook up a few different uh, kind of standard, uh, super custom drugs too that I can tweak uh, if need be.
2: Right, and then basically what you get with those, you have the supplies and you can make a few doses for whatever the team needs.
0: Sounds good. That's That's good. good. Um, because I many... think
2: it's because I think it's cool if you're manufacturing drugs for your teammates. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. It's a big
0: part of what I do.
2: <laughs> okay, lately, uh, what? Do you think? Uh, are you thinking of anything that you are going to do uh, or build up? I guess from this, you guys it might make sense for you guys to take a month of downtime from this job.
1: Okay. Well, part of that time I was planning on assisting Sands with setting up his uh, his pipeline for for drug creation. So that's going think- to be some of my time, I know of.
0: Yeah, I think uh, probably a lot of your best help on that might be also uh, moving some of the products that we're producing as well.
1: Yeah, and I do have a contact, uh, a drug dealer, uh, Ricardo Vardas.
2: Are they in Panama?
1: I'm not sure. I have a connection site for a black site repeater, 178.162.200.65, and then... Uh, he generally uses uh, uh, transport drones to uh, deliver things.
2: Well, uh, maybe if you knew somebody who knew an international courier that could ship uh, the whatever you need to wherever they need it, and then you're good.
0: It sounds like we've got that covered. I have a contact named Silver, who is a, an international courier. He's essentially a parkour, a parkour adept with really, really good social skills. And excellent fashion sense, and also a wide range of drones that they use for, um, you know, both delivery and reconnaissance and mapping out um, paths, that sort of thing. And they got lots of fake sins and just uh, generally travel around the world, delivering stuff and uh, enjoying seeing the sights.
2: So, uh, frankly, connecting these people up, hooking up this deal, that's not going to take you lots and lots of time what would you think might be... So let's say you guys set up that deal and we're going to generate some money out of that that you guys get a fee uh, for it. Um, is there anything else you think lately might do on an ongoing basis?
1: I think uh, working to organize our own little uh, black cell in the neighborhood. We've got the you know communication stuff being sent out uh, and basically doing... Um, what do you call it uh, hearts and minds operations with the the locals, so that uh, as we 're creating drugs and selling them and funding our operation, we have a, the the backing of the community, so we 're less likely to have snitches uh, cause problems for us that sort of thing i 'd also like to uh, spend some time in the the nicer areas of town uh, getting to know the the local um, Corporate areas and enclaves and folks that uh, that uh, um, head out into the surrounding areas because I think uh, setting up some blackmail operations in the near future is going to be something we'll want to do and I'd like to start laying the groundwork for that by I guess of uh, uh, finding out some of these seedier areas that corporate types go to. Um,
0: don't you consider. know, blackmail that, is ideal. But if that doesn't work, there's always extortion.
1: Yes. Uh, so okay. tracking uh, down that kind of information and, uh, and finding out, uh, I guess, the, the uh, shadier areas and whatnot. I'd like to pick up some knowledge skills about that kind of thing, I guess.
2: All right. So those all sound like great things to do and good things. But to me, they're more. those are more where you're probably spending money. It's costing you to go out right you got to entertain people buy them drinks take care of them be part of the scene you're not really you're buying information uh, doing lots of big tips and small bribes uh, to find out who's who you know it's information gathering information collecting Um, uh, so it's more about you spending your time and effort a cost of your time to get that information uh so you're not really generating anything but you might get uh let's say you might get your middle lifestyles uh worth of uh um efforts a reward out of it let's say you spent a month doing this and you have a middle lifestyle i might say okay you've now got uh you pick uh pick uh uh, 5 connection points were and loyalty 1 worth of contacts of any type that you want uh, uh, after spending a month of effort building this up. right? Your reward out of that is I, I'm going to have uh, maybe one rating 5 connection or a rating 4 and a rating 1 um, but that's what I would want to do out of something like that where you're spending that time, and your reward is going to be... It uh, sounds like you're really about going out and finding out who people are, making contacts, knowing people. Does that sound uh, uh, okay to you?
1: Yeah, I think that sounds reasonable.
2: So that's not about you're, you're getting income. SANS is all about generating that income. Uh, but you're out there, you're really spending your time and yeah. to get something out of it. Um, so... Uh, you put together this deal and then you've got the local people and then you're going out in this corporate areas. So out of uh, out of that effort, uh, I think, um, you, you know, five connection worth of contacts at Loyalty One uh, that you can put together out of that in you know, spending a month uh, learning uh, the social uh, landscape.
1: Five so contacts at Loyalty One, you said? Uh, basically, take
2: five connection points and you know split that. You could do one at five or one at four and one at one. Gotcha. Basically, gotcha. Uh, however you want to divide it, your choice. But you you have an idea of what you want to get, imagine, and they they're at loyalty one. And you're able to do this because SANS is drug lab is supporting the entire team's middle lifestyle. How are you're gonna initiate. What else are you gonna do? What what uh, you know obviously you're tending to people's uh, spirits or souls or whatever, is there anything you want to, uh, yeah, and you're spending money on reagents? That's you personally, if you have yes. it. Yes.
3: Now uh, that I've got some money, I want to buy some reagents so I can set up a lodge and uh, possibly bind uh, a second spirit.
2: So, do you know a talismonger? Or are you are just going to go down to the Azzy Magic Wands store?
3: I have, uh, let's see here, I uh, Deacon Jim. So Jim from the church, he is actually have a, as a talisman under a shop. He's a loyalty three, connection four.
2: Oh, yeah. He totally has ground up bones from some saint you can use. Sweet. Uh, this one's the thumb bone from a, a nun who is uh, about to be canonized.
3: Ooh, I'll have to save that one for a mystical reagent at some point.
2: All right, so you're spending money on that stuff. Uh, this list is not about your personal expenditure. It's about what the kind of uh, team effort or setting up thing. So initiating, that's your training time, buying reagents in the lodge, that, that's Padres doing that. Uh, Are okay. you gonna use your skills or some other way to help the Black Star Cell uh, do something? So lately went out and it's finding local contacts. Sands got the chemistry lab and the first aid clinic. Uh, Duke of Dex is, is, uh, offering forgery skills to people, which actually, uh, will, uh, will generate some business because, you know, people need things to uh, uh, do stuff. Hearts and minds. Great. How is that working? What is it that you're doing?
3: Uh, so, you know, the church has a food kitchen, make sure everybody gets a portion, uh, might be the only meal they get every day. And if I have to put, uh, You know, the church has an offering every week at Mass, but if I have to dip into my own coffers, I would absolutely do that. And, uh, you know, put the good face forward. And maybe, uh, you know, have like a Black Star pin on my uh, lapel while I'm helping people so they start to associate the church is good, Black Star is good, Black Star and the church are both helping the people, the downtrodden.
0: Yeah, Padre, do you think you might be able to... uh... Uh, arrange some special services that might have uh, might be a good chance to preach uh, some of the the new anarchist philosophy as well as uh, uh, how that works into your religious benedictions that could
3: yes absolutely we could do that uh, I'd never ask you to compromise your faith uh,
0: but uh, I imagine there uh, are are certainly plenty of areas where the philosophies overlap absolutely Uh,
3: but if right. I have to do like two or three weeks, I would have to feel out uh, the congregation and, you know, maybe touch on some of these things during my homily and see who in the crowd is really paying attention and, and into it and shaking their head. Yes, yes, go with this. so And then I can approach those people on an individual basis.
0: Good, right. Yeah, because the, the Moses guy was talking about how you build on – stone instead of sand. So I think this church is going to be a great stone foundation for our neo-anarchist house.
3: Yes. The stone that was rejected is now the cornerstone. Look at all the downtrodden here. They're going to help build this revolution.
0: Oh, that's really good. Which book is that from?
3: Uh, Insert appropriate book name here.
2: (laughs) All right, Padre, you have a biotech group which means first aid at, uh, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, you, um, so you can actually help SANS in the clinic. You, you have those skills. Um, you also have, uh, some magic that you could do to really help people with injuries and stuff, right? If oh, you want to, want to do that. So you could, uh, definitely spend time, uh, uh, contributing that way, and uh, I see that uh, you have connections high up in the church uh that maybe there are people that know things or more stuff there's a bishop uh, Vasha. Maybe know, have uh, Bishop Vasha that knows stuff uh, maybe he knows stuff about what 's happening in Panama who knows uh, they tend to have uh, connections up there um, you also know the, a detective Hernandez. Um, that's apparently pretty uh, influential. Uh, maybe he might know information or be able to do things or find out stuff for you because you've heard everybody's trying to find out what, who are all the people around here, where are the leverage points, uh, what are things that we can do. Um, uh, you know another doctor, but uh, if you really needed to. Um, there's also the, the kid Billy. Um, but you know some of these people. Maybe you can uh, put lately in touch with some of them, or let him know about it. That if they, he may figure out there's information that he might want to ask them or uh, find out from them.
3: Absolutely, I could make that happen. Make an introduction uh, over uh, a meager meal on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, one of my contacts
1: I think is going to be a neighborhood elder.
2: Okay. Um. So if you're a padre, if you're describing um, like Bishop Vasha to Lately, what would you tell Lately about Bishop Vasha?
3: Uh, Elderly gentleman, graying at the temples, wears glasses. uh, You know, you can tell a lot by a man's handshake. Bishop Vasha has a firm handshake. Uh, Honest, almost to a fault, but understands Uh, our mission here, and I would assume that he is uh, ready, willing, and able to help, but I have not pressed that. I mean, he's the one who sent me here, so I would expect that would be uh, the case.
2: I would expect someone who is a bishop in the church to be very knowledgeable about politics.
3: Oh, yeah, very much so.
2: And what would you say about uh, Detective Hernandez?
3: He likes tacos and tequila, same as me. So he's a good guy, uh, easy to talk to. Uh, he's he's about five eight, uh, stocky build. He uh, dresses know, for success. He doesn't wear a high fashion suit, but he wears a, a nice suit. I assume it's armored, being a detective. Uh, he has not bought into the whole corporate, uh, you know, brainwashing, drink the Kool Aid kind of thing, but. He doesn't speak out against the corpse either because he knows that's where his bread and butter comes from. But very approachable.
2: Uh, Is Detective Hernandez a a vice cop, murder, white-collar crime? Uh, What what does he do?
3: Uh, She is uh, vice.
2: Panama vice.
3: Yes, Panama vice.
2: Okay, and I see Lately has come up with uh, two other... Uh, ones. Uh, am I? Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to even say that one. Cliff can always edit
0: it out, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, what are you talking about?
1: Oh, I uh, picked up three contacts: a neighborhood elder, a bunraku brothel madam, and a bartender at an underground swingers club. All right. I figured those would be useful for uh, for setting up some blackmail info.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. I should also mention as well uh, when I'm not, like, out on a shadow run. So, like, a lot of times when I'm hanging out at home or over at the church or making deliveries or walking around the town around here, uh, I've got my two uh, dogs, Lucy the Pitbull and uh, Eddie the Jack Russell Terrier. And they have their own doggy body armor. Nice. Which is adorable and helps protect them from random stray gunshots.
3: All right, so
2: uh, you guys have uh, finished your first, uh, op- well, your second operation really uh, here, but this is the first in the Blacklight Exchange. Uh, not only did you uh, fulfill the contract, but you went above and beyond uh, and earned a, a bonus uh, rep point. Um, you've established a, kind of a basic pattern uh for what you as a team are doing a lifestyle sans using the lab to basically give a base level of support with the drugs and things and doing first aid getting favors from the poor um duke of decks is doing what all deckers do is messing with the matrix and doing forgery and letting people do all kinds of horrible stuff uh, that like free bus tickets uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, monthly passes to the to the, the local um, oh, what do you call them mass transit system. And uh, lately, uh, put together some deals, uh, look, establish some contacts of various kinds in the area. Uh, your guys are doing some training and preparation. Potter's been running the church and doing some personal improvements and setting some things up. Uh, He's working in the clinic and lecturing everybody. Uh, He's sharing uh, his contact information with Lately, who can probably come up with some imaginative deals, uh, putting the Banruku, Brothel Madam, and the Bishop Vasha together, I'm sure. And you guys are doing that over the next month. And you guys have formulated some kind of long-range uh, plans or themes or things you want to do, and you started on your first step uh, on this. So uh, lots of great stuff coming up. And now I know some things that I can put together, because now I've got a f- name at Banraku Parlor
0: and an underground swingers club. <laughs> oh, um, how many rep points did we get for... Pulling off the job,
1: the group got four. An individual,
0: four total for the group. Yep. I, I say totally we pull. I suggest we pull our rep points, our group rep points, as well as however many uh, the Duke is willing to cash in, and get him the most powerful cyber deck we can acquire with that.
3: Uh, I don't want to. I that's a good idea, but I don't think we should blow all of our rep points right now. I think we should save at least one. Somebody needs to save at least one in case the next job we go to, we need something, one particular item, and we can cash in our last rep point to get said item.
0: Okay. How about this? We cash in. So how, how many group rep points do we have? Is it four, or do we have more than that?
3: Four. That's it. Four.
0: Okay. So we cash in three of the group rep points, and then I'll give up a rep point as well. That'll be four. Plus I'll get whatever. One that's fine. if anyone else is willing to give any of them up, uh, don't bring yourself down to zero. Uh, we'll pull him up with uh, the Duke of decks and make sure he gets the most powerful deck possible, because that will open up a lot of doors for us.
3: What kind of deck does he I've have now? I've got two
4: myself. I have the same one that I lately has the Hornet,
1: which kind of like a lower end. What's your uh, sleaze rating look like when you're configured for hacking on the fly? Uh, with its optimization right now, since I'm running a
4: overcurrent a couple programs, Sleaze is six modified data processing, five modified firewall, and attacker one and only runs a couple programs. I've got some bits and pieces to run, for total.
1: Huh. I've got my Sleaze up to a seven, which bumps up to an eight with the agent running.
2: Uh, what device rating is that you guys, they're like
4: three? Yeah, they're low end. Ice rating three.
3: If everybody kicks in one rep point and in the four team points, what kind of deck can we well, get with
0: eight? Hold on, three of the four team points. And not everyone's necessarily agreed to cash in some of the rep points for this. Uh, you don't have to, of course, but huh. I figure it's a good investment for me, so that's why I'm putting one of mine up.
3: Well, we can use spend all the team points, because we've got individual points as well.
0: I'd like the idea of keeping one in every pool, if we can, at least... That way we can pull from the team one first, if need be, for a run. And individual people aren't having to give up their stuff for that. Okay. So, I don't know, lately, are you willing to pitch in for the deck or no?
1: Yeah, I think I can get a point.
0: And uh, it's your own uh, deck, Uh, Duke. Are you going to toss in one for that?
4: I'll throw in my two since I'll be the primary user of it.
0: So that gives us... Eight. Eight. Yep. Eight points. So, yeah, go buy the best deck you can with eight rep points.
4: So, what will eight points buy us g m see if
1: you can get a trade in on your uh, old deck too
0: yeah otherwise we can uh maybe just uh, sell it and uh split the cash between the groups so we have a little bit of a uh, cash in our pocket. That's something we're a bit short on still
2: is there uh there's other decks in uh in like data uh, trails data trails right
3: yeah, there's like twenty two different decks now.
2: do they have a table in here? I
0: don't know. If I'm, I'm not can sure. They just they pop have a up table. Hero lab. Yeah,
3: that's what you I think. At you at Hero get, lab as well.
0: You think you get like a Shiwase Cyber Five? Maybe wishful thinking. It's a 15R attribute array is eight seven six five device rating five. Uh, base cost is five hundred forty nine thousand three hundred
3: seventy five New Yen. Or maybe uh, uh the Transis Greagle. I like that one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sure. That'd be awesome. That one's almost eight hundred grand.
3: Oh, seven eighty nine. The 800 grand was the Fairlight Excalibur, which is pretty nice in itself.
4: The deck has has always been at the top of every deckers list they've never been able to afford.
0: Well, there's always the Fairlight Paladin. I think there's like, what, uh, one in the world? Oh, five in the world.
2: Okay, so... Officially. Yeah. Okay, what is the one that you guys got? Uh, What do you have right now? The Hermes Chariot. No, I'm sorry, we
0: have the Little Hornet. That's worth 89 grand. All right, so
2: a little horn. Oh, that's a device rating too. No wonder you guys are, oh wow. So when you do choose whatever you choose, your two are pretty good, but the other one sucks. And you guys are thinking you're going to post on the exchange. You're looking to spend eight rep points for the best deck you can get,
0: right?
1: With a trading yes. deck, if possible.
0: Yeah, Phylogix Excalibur would be pretty sweet. But I'm yeah. guessing something like a Cyber 5 is probably on the upper end of what we can hope for. Maybe a CIY 720 would be solid, but something better than that would be a little bit nice. Let you run lots of programs, blow up your attribute arrays for virtually no limits and kicking ass when you boost up your attack.
2: All right, let me, I need to look something up real quick. <laughs> um,
1: I've got to get going.
0: All right, sounds good. Um, before we go, uh, did you give it a karma award yet?
2: Yes, I think I posted five. Oh, six, or
1: six, mm-hmm. six, six.
0: Cool.
3: All
1: right, good plan. See
2: you yeah,
0: folks thanks, in uh, a little while. Pull off a bit of a black trench coat up there.
3: Yeah, that was pretty amazing.
0: I love having a character who's like effective with basically like no magic and no real augmentations to speak of, except for some simple stuff. It's almost all skills and attributes and uh, edge when needed. my oh, six karma, I picked up a point in Latin and raised my perception skill up to three. That was unfortunately nice. something that suffered in my character creation was my perception. I, I walked in with a one. <laughs> Ouch. I've been gradually bringing it up. but uh...
3: I've got 36 points. Should I save that to raise my magic or should I raise my logic from four to five or intuition from five to six?
0: Raising your magic is pretty freaking powerful. Uh, if you got the karma, I'd just start putting it towards that, but Okay. Would you pick up with your meta magic?
3: Uh, I took centering That's, and then yeah. the next one I think either masking or flexible signature.
0: Well, don't you need masking as a prereq for a flexible signature?
3: Uh, I I don't know, I didn't really look that closely. I just looked I'm at not the sure. list.
0: I might, I might be mistaken, but
3: That would make that decision pretty easy. Masking first. <laughs>
0: Cool. Um, did we have anything else to cover? Oh, yeah, we're still waiting to figure out what the cyberdeck was that Duke is getting.
2: You guys, uh, well, I'm going to make the offer, but I have to um, I have to look something up uh, to make this the way I want this.
4: Well, if you want you... to table it for next session, that's fine, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick, are we going to figure that one out for later, or are we going to do that tonight still?
2: I am... Uh... You are going to be offered a device writing five deck. But I'm going to give you... I need. It's not a Shiawassee Cyber 5.
4: It's not Neonet branded, is it?
2: It is not Neonet branded.
4: All right, then nothing to worry about there.
2: You uh, guys post the eight rep points. Um, and the trade-in. And somebody offers you... Uh, the Hermes equivalent of the Shiawasi Cyber 5, which we get to invent
4: a name for uh, it. It's going to be the, if Hermes Chariot is already in there, I would think it would be something similar to a chariot or that that theme.
3: That would be like,
4: what, a Roman?
2: Well, you would go with a Greek, like, uh, wow. What's Hermes? Hermes Stave. S-T-A-V-E? I think so. He carried a stave around as part of his symbol of Onesities, uh, right? Well, that's or outside something. of my area, XPs. Yeah,
0: I don't know. When I think Hermes, I think, uh, shoes with wings in them. No, he has the caduceus. So it's the Hermes caduceus.
2: I dig it. Yeah, so uh, the rooster, tortoise, satchel, wing sandals, wing cap, uh, you know, chariot, sure.
0: <laughs> nice. So you're going from being able to run two programs to be able to run five... And an attribute array where the lowest stat is replaces uh, is is just as good as the highest stat was in your previous array.
4: Yeah, that'll make a world of difference when it comes to hacking.
0: Next time we run into a rating net host, uh, as long as we yeah, have will take little, a leadership backup, it. you'll actually have a chance. Nice. All right. I suppose you've already got a good number of programs. So you're already set for that stuff.
4: Yeah, I just need to acquire an agent at this, point and we'll uh we'll pretty
2: pretty much be set. So, it's called a Hermes Caduceus. Uh, it's the equivalent of the Sh- Shawasi Cyber 5.
0: That's a pretty sweet upgrade, I think, for the whole team. And some of
2: the more suspicious of you will realize that it's actually far more, uh, slightly more valuable. You got a really good deal.
4: Gonna have to take the bug sweeper to, like 20 times.
0: I've got a rating 6 bug scanner you can borrow.
4: Yeah, we're just gonna put that thing in a Faraday cage and let it bake for a while.
2: Uh, the- <laughs> the best other offer you got was a uh, uh, renraku surugu surugi The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.